2: Saturday Night Football, the fifth quarter takeover on the Sports Byline USA broadcast network. Get ready for scores, interviews, and analysis with your hosts, Marty Terrell and Charlie Gibbons, across the country and around the world.
3: Hi, good evening. Welcome aboard another edition of the fifth quarter takeover, Saturday Night Across America on iheart iHeartTuneIn Radio. Uh, iTunes Radio, you name it, any por- uh, any site portal where the, they're streaming live streaming live radio, uh, join us. Sportsbyline.com as well. Click on Listen Live. And around the globe, worldwide on the American Forces Radio Network. Marty Terrell, Charlie Gibbons later on. Absolute jam-packed show tonight. Uh, Bailey Peck, our outstanding producer at our studios on Broadway in San Francisco, is uh, on the other side of that glass spinning those dials and keeping us uh, in line on this weekend edition. We look forward to it. The biggest shocker right out of the get-go, other than the, the crazy week that was in college coaching, pro coaching, you know, Black Monday, which really turned into a black week with uh, Belichick and Carroll and Saban and on and on and on it goes. And Harbaugh clearly out at Michigan. He's going to get a pro job. It looks like the Chargers – and. Uh, or the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, are, are going. One of, one of those two is going to get Harbaugh, it seems like. But uh, we have a lot to get to. But the biggest shocker on this Saturday night is the Houston Texans, who are one of the, if not the last team, the last team to get into the playoffs, just absolutely pasting the Cleveland Browns at NRG Stadium in Houston, 45-14 Texans. And there's still nearly nine minutes to go in that game. Over nine minutes to go in that game. Wow. Uh, feel bad. Joe Flacco was writing a good story. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, coach in Cleveland. Arguably coach of the year. Those vo- those votes are already in, so this won't have any impact on that. But they just got pasted. But I'll tell you, D'Amico Ryans, who was with San Francisco, what a job he has done with the Texans. Uh, I mean, he has just done a phenomenal job. 45-14. And we still got uh, Miami visiting frozen Kansas City. We had a jam-packed show. College basketball, we're going to keep an eye on it. Texas A&M picked off Kentucky. John Calipari and the Wildcats ranked sixth in the country. They got picked off. Kansas, after be- uh, getting beat by the University of Central Florida, a newcomer to the Big 12, they bounced back today with a win over Oklahoma. We'll keep you apprised of all the college hoops on the weekend edition. I'm Marty Terrell. here at Sports Byline. Saturday night, coming right back.
4: What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now. 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125.
5: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Here's the number. Call now.
1: 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738.
3: All right, welcome back here on a Saturday night into a Sunday. It's the weekend edition. It's the fifth quarter takeover, Marty Trail, We talk everything world of sports, and we got the Iowa caucuses coming up on Monday. Martin Luther King Day. Uh, we had a we had a, a postponement of an NFL game, which was going to kick at one p.m. East tomorrow. Uh, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. That game in Buffalo is going to move to three thirty Eastern. Or wait a second, do I have that right? Either 3.30 or 4.30 Eastern, then we'll have a night game, Tampa Bay at Philadelphia. So, we got two games Saturday, two Sunday, two Monday. So, who knows? Football lords, uh, the football gods are smiling on us now, but uh, Buffalo had that much snow. Uh, Yeah, I said the Iowa caucus is coming up on Monday. I don't like talking politics. just irritates people. And I throw I throw my show up on Facebook Live, and I start talking politics, man. I get a lot of hits. I get a lot of social media stuff, but most of it is uh, I can't repeat it on the air because you know how I feel about Trump. So I'm not going down that road. I'm just not going down that road. I'm steering clear of it. But um, yeah, I'm just sitting here watching the remnants of this blowout, and I'm shocked. I really thought Cleveland – was ready. I really did. I thought the Cleveland Browns were ready. They're getting smoked 45-14. This game is over. It is garbage time already. 7 4 to go, and it is Houston 45, Cleveland 14. So, uh, blowout city. All right, we're going to spend a lot of time. Like I said, we are locked and loaded tonight. Uh, I'll even open up the phone lines 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-7529. Uh, I want to thank everybody who chimed in last weekend, man. We had weather conditions, and we really got weather conditions here in the Midwest. Okay, the show originates in San Francisco. I'm at home in Iowa, and we just got we got clobbered. We had 20 inches of snow over the Tuesday through today, a little dusting today. But sub-zero temperatures right now, it's minus 8 with a wind chill of about minus 20. It is just, you know, I'll throw in a plug for uh, all the great folks at Fong's Pizza, Molly, and the staff over there. I mean, I walked in that place today, and I said, it's like driving. It's like driving. When you get in your car when it's minus 17 and the winds are howling, whiteout conditions, it's like driving your refrigerator home. I mean, I left the car running this morning and got in the car. I mean, better than 10, and I think close to 15 minutes, and it was still like getting into a, an icebox, a refrigerator. It was just unbelievable. So anyways, um, those are my stories, I'm sticking to them, but I, I want to give the folks at uh, Fong's Pizza in Des Moines, because they're going to be – you want to talk about a place, okay? This is Fong's Pizza, F-O-N-G-S. It's on 4th Street in downtown Des Moines, Iowa. CNN's been here all week. The Today Show originated here. Good Morning America, CBS this morning. All the national media's here. They're here now. We're, we're seeing them, the CNN uh, folks. But, man, they're, they're reduced to DoorDash. I mean, some of the restaurants are open. But these national media people are just, they're, they're, I mean, I've heard through the uh, Starbucks people, they're coming in here saying, man, holy smokes, and yeah, it is, it is that cold, and it's brutal. So, anyways, I want to give a shout out to Fong's, because Molly and the great folks over there, they just take good care of us, you know, we really do, and, uh, you know, we give them a lot of business, and we talk them up a little bit, and they're just really great people, so, but... I'm going to throw a message out to all you Fong's people uh, who thought you were going there. They it up at 5, and now they're just doing takeout till 8 local times, a couple hours. So I wanted to throw that out there, and I know they're listening, so I wanted to throw that out, and they're good people. So anyways, um, and, and the, the waiters, uh, waitresses, bartenders over there, um, they were, they were putting up a lot in the last 24 hours, so I want to get that out there. All right, so here's where we're going to go tonight. We're going to keep you updated on these football games. We're going to preview Kansas City and Miami. That game's coming up. You know, the conventional thought really about the Miami at Kansas City game is Miami's got no, no shot. They have no shot. Now, that, that, that's a little bit of hyperbole, a little bit over the top. They got a shot how much remains to be seen. I mean, we're hearing, you know, again, game time temperature minus 16, 17 degrees in Kansas City. I can't wait to see, and I'll get to the TV stuff in a moment. I can't wait to see the empty seats because this is one of the most rabid fan bases in the National Football League, if not the most rabid fan base. You You can argue Green Bay. You can argue Detroit this year you could argue san francisco you could argue, you could make a lot of arguments there's a lot of rabid fan bases in the national football league right i mean we all we all agree with that but kansas city's right there and they're known for their tailgating they're known for their uh, one of the loudest venues i mean we we've we, we've seen it on tv multiple times on now games of kansas city we've seen the noise meter rival that of a You know a 747 taken off from O'Hare Airport. It's that loud, and it is. You can't hear yourself thinking that building. But anyhow, um, the real story in Kansas City will be, you know, can Miami weather the elements? And I think they can. Will they? We'll see. We shall see. I mean, look, they're a team from Miami. Okay, it's probably 78 or 80 degrees today in Miami. Game's not being played there. So it's going to be difficult. But you know what? These are professional football players. And not all these guys have played their college careers in Miami. Now, a lot of them did play in the South. And some of this weather is really, really tough on, on some of these players. And they've admitted it. We've interviewed guys before saying I, 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 it's hard for me to play in stuff like this. I mean, it, it's it's just blood-curdling cold is what it is. So anyways, I don't know if blood it curdles when it's cold or when it's hot. I don't know. I have to. I think milk curdles when it's hot. So, anyways, excuse me. I digress, <clears throat> and I'm still caught. Often, fact of the matter is, the big story is, and this played out multiple times today, for me, and I was kind of doing a test. So the game tonight is eight fifteen East, seven fifteen Central, five fifteen Pacific time Kansas City Miami and you can see that game live on what station no station Peacock NBC's streaming service some congressmen went to uh, great lengths to really come down on Roger Goodell I, I listen I think this is one of the dumbest things that Roger Goodell has done in his tenure his long tenure as the commissioner of the National Football League not only is it dumb and I know it's profitable for the league and it's profitable for, for for NBC. It's just wrong. It's just plain wrong. It just is. It's just wrong. Make the game available on network television. Why do we have to play these games? Why do we have to play this? You know, pick behind door number one. You know, where's Monty Hall? Well, let's make a deal. If you pick behind door number one, you're right. You get to see the game on network television. If you pick wrong behind door number two, you get, uh, you know, a box of Twizzlers. And if you pick door number three and there's nothing there, then too bad you know we're playing games with the american sporting public do this don't we pay already for tickets the the long commercial breaks we have to sit through which is all, which is all fine uh, you know you, you go to a game in foxborough massachusetts you're going to pay 100 bucks to park your car you know a beer is 15 bucks little johnny and susie want a souvenir there's another half 100 100 you know enough's enough And I know it's a choice we all make, and we could easily just walk away and say I'm not going to support this anymore, but we love it. It's what we love. We love sports. We love football. And so they know this, and they know we don't have the self-discipline to flip them the bird and mean it and stay away. We just don't. So my little survey today was to anybody I encountered that was a football fan over lunch, over the pizza pickup at Fong's. Oh, what, what channel is it on? And, and, and people are, are right up to the last minute, literally within the hour, across the country, East, Midwest, South, Far West, are going to run to their TV, turn it on, and realize they can't get the game. And it just stinks. And I know they've publicized it, but a lot of people, 90% of the people I encountered today they had no idea that this game was not going to be available, and it had to go to Peacock. It's too bad. All right, we'll come back. I'm Marty Tro. We're just warming up. We got a full show tonight. We're going to entertain you on this chilly Saturday night across the country and around the globe on Sports Byline. Keep it here.
7: I don't even recognize myself
8: anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
1: That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with
10: purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
3: All right, we're back here on a weekend edition, Saturday night into Sunday, the Houston Texans tasting the Cleveland Browns, that game is moments away from going final. And then we'll set the stage. We'll spend the better part of this half hour uh, till we get to the top of the next hour. And I'll get you updated on Kansas City, any weather conditions. We'll give you everything you know as you're out. Uh, and a lot of people are home. I mean, there is just, uh, I was going to say, out tooling around. There's just not a lot of people out doing much tooling. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not. It's just brutal uh, in certain parts of the country. All right. All uh, right. The other thing that there's kind of a hidden gift. You know what the you know what the big buzz is uh on TV this Saturday. If you're not a football fan, it's at the University of Iowa women's basketball team, but in particular one Caitlin Clark. Uh Gus Johnson at Fox, they're in Carver Hawkeye Arena. That game is a uh eight thirty East Tip, seven thirty Central, and five thirty Pacific. So uh that's a pretty good deal, Caitlin Clark. She is uh, getting her national exposure tonight. The Iowa team against the Lady Hoosiers from Indiana. Really looking forward to uh, that matchup. So we'll keep you apprised of that uh, throughout the evening. She's the real deal, folks, and she's a good person. Comes from a really nice family, south side of Des Moines. Uh, uh, nice family. And this gal, a lot of a lot of discussion, you know, with the State Farm name, image, likeness uh, proceeds that she's getting. Uh, a regional grocery chain has uh, endorsed. and She's endorsing them. Uh, hy V. Not a lot of people know that, but in the Midwest, you do. And then um, it's like Kroger's, you know, in the in the Midwest, Cincinnati area, Indianapolis area, and then the. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is she's gotten Gatorade and Nike endorsements. So, you know, Fox is going to give her great exposure tonight. And if the Kansas City game gets out of hand, which I think it will early, I uh, at my behest, you have permission to flip over to Fox in your market. Check out Caitlin Clark. Indiana, the Lady Hoosiers are no slouch. This is going to be a really good game, maybe – "Quote unquote," what I like to call a rock fight between these two Big Ten women basketball titles. and I did not get ridiculed about. You know, how come you give so much attention to women's basketball, Marty? Is it because of Caitlin Clark? What I say, yes, that's what I do. Sue Bird is retired. Uh, you know, Deladon Don is still playing the, the WNBA. Candice Parker, the Las Vegas Aces, are great. You know what? Right now, women's basketball is about Caitlin Clark. No question about it. And it's amazing because LeBron will comment on social media. Steph Curry comments on social media. Uh, you know, she plays at Iowa uh, and even rival Jeff Halliburton with the Pacers. Uh, he's even commented on social media. Caitlin Clark is worth your time. If you want to invest some time tonight, maybe if you're not a football fan, you want to invest two, two and a half hours, she's worth watching. And her step-back game winner against Michigan State, what, eight to ten days ago? Just look at the number of social media hits and the amount of – and and the Today Show, you know, the Today Show opens with Hoda Kotb and um, Savannah Guthrie. And at the start of the Today Show, they give you like the five or six top headline stories. Well, when she hit that game winner against Michigan State, she made the opening uh, montage of news headlines to open the Today Show. Not, not too many, not too many women basketball players, if any, have ever done that. She is the real deal. And like I said, great person. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess you're not gonna read any DWI stories. You're not gonna. Uh, get her going off on any political rant. You're not going to get her doing something stupid. I mean, you know, she got into it with the rescal from LSU last year during the national championship game. As a college kid. That little, you know, that little thing doing this with their face and you know, uh, you know, it's all well and good. I Have no problem with that. I love that. I actually, a little gamesmanship goes a long way. You know who the biggest trash talker was? I mean, literally, in the history of basketball, one Larry Bird was the biggest trash talker. You don't think so? Read Dan Shaughnessy's book. He's got a book out uh, called We Wish It Never Ended, and that was the Bird era with the Celtics. See what Magic, Barkley, Dr. J, and all the Mo Cheeks with the Sixers, Daryl Dawkins, go back and read what what used to come out of Larry's mouth. So he's a trash talker. I have no problem with that. I'm not going to judge a young lady's college basketball player young ladies character by trash talking in the heat of competition i'm not going to do it caitlin clark if that's a blowout tonight in this household if it's you know if it's kansas city 31 and the frozen mahi mahi from miami the frozen mahi of the miami dolphins 31 6 31 10 and it's after halftime I'm flipping over, and I'm watching Caitlin, and I'll give you a live update. So if you're sticking with football, keep me on in the background, and if you want a Caitlin update, I'll get you one. How about that? How about full service? That's what we're doing. All right, so listen, it's final. Cleveland absolutely did not show up. Boy, this is going to be a thud heard uh, on the banks of Lake Erie. Uh, I think that'll be it for Flacco. would have been it for Flacco anyways. Uh, uh, You know, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, he's hitched his wagon, rightly or wrongly, and I think it's wrongly, incorrectly, to Deshaun Watson, uh, who can't stay healthy. He's still settling upwards of, you know, still four or five remaining lawsuits out of 24 25 lawsuits. Big distraction. I think Cleveland's going to – they've already ruined the day that they made that horrible move. Uh, Five different quarterbacks for the Browns, and today they needed Hercules, and I don't think Hercules could have delivered the goods today five quarterbacks this year, and the last one was Flacco. He was the last guy standing at, what, almost 40 years old, and the Cleveland Browns got their lunch handed to them today, and dinner, and a before-bed snack. They got absolutely throttled today. And, listen, C.J. Stroud and the Texans just sent a very loud, resounding message to the rest of the American Football Conference. This team under D'Amico Ramos, who cut his teeth. I played in the NFL, but cut his teeth as an assistant in Houston, but back with San Francisco. Let me tell you something. This kid has done a great job. And I know, and this is a totally different topic, but that's what Robert Kraft is hoping. He's getting in Gerard Mayo now that Belichick has moved on. Getting a D'Amico Ryans. There's not many like D'Amico out there. But holy smokes, what a performance today. What a what, preparation i mean we had a track week that evolved today you know my big take this week was well don't worry about cleveland because miles garrett and that defense is absolutely going to give cj stroud the rookie quarterback out of ohio state he's going to have fits no the one that had fits was the cleveland browns they could not stop cj stroud couldn't stop him couldn't get to him and even when they did he stood in that pocket he really played a phenomenal football game and they ran it with Devin Singletary. And they they you know the tight ends and just how they mixed up their play call and Flacco had a disastrous day. Pick sixes, uh sacks, telegraphing his passes. I mean it was it was virtually unwatchable. It got that, that bad. It was really hard to watch the Cleveland Browns today. It was startling Alright, so we will uh, we'll keep you updated on the football. We're going to be kicking in about 45 minutes in real time. We look forward to that. College basketball today, big story. Texas A&M in overtime over Kentucky. Uh, Kansas bounced back against Oklahoma. Uh, and there's a few other ranked games. Uh, Creighton and St. John's. Rick Pitino was across the way in Omaha, Nebraska today. Creighton held up to beat the storm from St. John's by one. Greg McDermott and the Blue Jays held sway at home. So uh, decent amount of college basketball, but if it's college hoops tonight, it's Caitlin Clark, and they're going to tip coming up here in about an hour. So we will uh, we're going to have a lot of updates. Charlie Gibbons later on in the show will he'll join us at about halftime of the Miami Kansas City playoff game at, at uh, Arrowhead in Kansas City, where at last check they were at about four degrees. And a wind chill well into the double digits of negative numbers, minus 10, minus 12. And it's as the night goes on, it, it's gonna get worse. So my my thought is, and my prayer, I'm over one. I thought Cleveland was gonna win, so I'm over one. I like Kansas City, and not only do I like Kansas City, I like them big, easily double digits. I think this will be a rollicking effort. And here's another thing that I'd like to throw out there. With all the Taylor Swift garbage and all the other stuff we've dealt with and we've seen the backlash by the Kansas City Chiefs fans, I think you're going to see Mahomes, Kelsey and company, they're going to turn over a new leaf, a playoff leaf. You know, they really didn't get challenged that much in their division in the AFC West and haven't for quite a few, four years anyways. They know that this is this is like a prize fighter answering the bell. Ding ding, here you go. Heavyweight bout. We're going for a Super Bowl. We want to be in Vegas in a month representing the AFC. We want to try to successfully defend our world championship from a year ago. This is, you know, and and I know some people get turned off by it. Well, you know, you're telling me they can just turn it on and turn it off at will. I I'm saying exactly that. Champions and championships teams and championship organizations, they do sometimes have the ability in the and that that burning desire just rise. And I think you're going to see the beginning of a rising age. It's like mom that loaf of bread is rising. Well, guess what? The loaf of bread tonight is going to be Mahomes, Kelsey, and company. They're going to rise to the occasion. And I think they're going to r- rudely dispatch Mike McDaniel's Miami Dolphins and Tua tonight in KC. I'm Marty Terrell. Thanks for joining us. we got a lot more to go tonight. Full, full three hours. we got a half in the books, two and a half to go here. On a, a Saturday night, fifth quarter takeover here on Sports Byline. Tune in, iHeart, Worldwide.
1: That's 800-788-1495. I'm
12: getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine.
3: All right, Tiger the World of Sports here on a weekend edition, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-7529. One more time, 1-800-878-7529. It's going to get to about a minus 14 in Kansas City real temperature, but that'll be after the game uh, ends, but it'll be somewhere between 7 and 10 below zero on the field in Kansas City. Now, when the winds kick up, and I don't know if I can get you the, if there's a wind war, uh, it's just a uh, a freeze warning or what do they call it here. Let me look at this. Yeah, it's a, uh, due to the severe temperatures, they want to put out those warnings about exposed skin, blah, blah, blah. Look, it's going to be damn cold. And the other thing I'll tell you is professional football players, you know, you're out there and you're you're taking hits, you're taking a pounding. These guys warm up in a hurry. There's heaters on those sidelines, but they heat. uh, uh, Yeah, it's cold when we're warming up. We know it. We hear it. We think about it. You know, that helmet feels a little cold. But, man, you get that first hit and those competitive juices start flowing. It doesn't really affect the players anywhere near as much as you think. Now you're going to see them rubbing their hands, and it's tough. And here's the other thing: if you go three and out on offense, if you're Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and those linemen, and you go, you know, your first couple possessions, you go three and out, in other words, three plays, and you punt, then you're standing around, and you don't. Know, those competitive juices really don't to really ramp up here a little bit. All right, so you're going to. It's going to be a factor. Now let's take a look at the Miami side of things. You know, again, <clears throat> they play their home games basically in Miami. So, you know, you're you're playing home games in September like everybody else. 80 degrees, humid. Then you roll into October. Well, it cools in you know north of the Mason Dixon. You know, the Texas teams they enjoy you know some nice weather. Arizona. California, Northern California can be a little iffy, but for the most part, you know, and then there are some dome situations north of Mason-Dixon, okay, so we get that, but tonight what you're dealing with is almost a 100 degree weather swing for the Miami Dolphins. Now, think about that, and we're using 80 as the barometer, but 80 in a if we go minus 14, we're talking about a 94-degree swing. I mean, it's just – it's it's a lot. a lot. And Tua played his college ball in Alabama. They're not going to like this. They're not going to like it. And you're going to see some alligator-armed receivers tonight who aren't going to like getting hit. And if they go over the middle – you're not going to see fully extended arms. They're going to try to bring that ball into their body. And, you know, Tua is probably going to be throwing more of a direct line to the midsection of his receivers as opposed to, you know, and you know, you, you've, you've got real quick, you've got nanoseconds to pull the trigger. So it won't work in all cases. But just keep an eye on the receivers, how many times the balls go off the, their fingertips, A, because it's cold, and two – Because they don't want to get fully extended if they know that there's a a free safety or a corner waiting on them. Okay? I mean, you will see this. I mean, I have images of it. You know, and the Patriots, in their heyday, it worked to their advantage. Buffalo has always played, you know, in situations which are conducive to them. I'll give you a recent example. And it really wasn't snow as much as it was cold, wet, obviously wet rain but go back a month ago and a sunday night and we all got ramped up for the dallas cowboys and the buffalo bills and did you see what dallas did they laid an egg they got smoked 31 10 and the first thing out of jerry jones's mouth was boy my guys didn't like the weather well hey jerry you're a professional football team and you're dealing with rain and granted it was a cold very windswept, very difficult night in Buffalo. Josh Allen and the rest of the Buffalo Bills, they look like, I, I mean, they 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 loved it. They relished it. They're used to it. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making a big point out of this, but I think it's going to have a dramatic effect on the game tonight. And I know I sound like I'm kind of giving it both ways. I'm saying, well, wait a second. They're professional athletes. The real cold weather won't bother them as much. To an extent, that's true. They—they, they, I mean, I, I don't think Miami's not going to sh- score tonight. Could they get shut out? Probably, but I mean, the Chiefs' defense isn't that good. But I, I look at—it's it, hard on the kickers. It, it's hard on the punters. <coughs> excuse me. It's hard on your punt returners and your kick returners. And heck, any more kickers kick the ball out of the end zone about eighty-five percent of the time, so your return guys don't get that much of an opportunity. But that ball is going to feel different. Tonight. You know, when Butker swings that leg around, a little different for him because he's done it and he's been you know hitting it all day and all week in cold weather. But not like this tonight. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. I would say, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be double digits. It's 14. I mean it could get ugly. I mean, this could be 3820. This could be this could be 41. 16 this this i think miami's going to get whacked i really do and dolphin fans i've seen them on social media they're nervous they're nervous they just are they know and and then you're coming into the noise now, now that's the other factor that i brought up how many empty seats tonight in kansas city not one in real terms because every ticket is sold and I don't think they're going to have no-shows tonight, as cold as it is. And then I'll tell you a little story about the cold weather there and how it backfired on them. And that's why you can't count your chickens before they're hatched. But those fans will be indoors tonight and keeping themselves warmed. All right, so I first moved to Iowa in the mid-1996. you know, 1996. I got... Guy in Iowa says, "Hey, would you like to go to the Chiefs Colts game this Sunday playoff game at Arrowhead?" I said, "Man, yeah, of course I would." Well, good. We got a ticket for you. Let's go. Left in the wee hours of the morning, twelve noon kick. Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, a dome team playing with, ironically. Minus seven degree temperature. It was torture. We were in the 200 level. I spent the majority of that game in the men's room repeatedly hitting the electric heater, hit that button and put my hand under it. My feet were frozen beyond just, it, it was brutal. I would go out to the, I would go out to the tunnel in the 200 level. I'd watch a few series I couldn't take it. It was just too cold. I almost opted to say, hey, I'm out. I'll go wait in a car. Give me the keys. I'm going to start the car and I'll listen to uh, the radio. Okay, so there you go. Well, guess what? Lynn Elliott, the Chiefs kicker, missed not one, not two, but three field goals. The home standing kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Lynn Elliott. He never lived it down in Kansas City. Jim Harbaugh led the Colts to a 16 to 7 win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Marty Schottenheimer, the coach, heavily favored Chiefs go down and they exit the playoffs. I think Elvis Gerbach was quarterbacking for the Chiefs back then. That was a dome team. The can- I mean, the, the domed, dome-teamed Indianapolis Colts coming into Kansas City outdoors in frigid temperatures. And Harbaugh was tremendous. He scrambled. He threw. He shortened the game. They ran it. They played great defense. They bundled up. They got their competitive juices flowing. It warmed them up, and it warmed the hearts of the Colt nation. They won the game. So, as much as I want to float out this idea that we got frozen mahi-mahi to be served up in Kansas City tonight with the Dolphins getting whacked, still got to play the game. Still got to play the game. It's a fascinating matchup. You know, and why isn't Kansas City a bigger favorite than they are? So, you know, we don't talk a lot of gambling on this show, but listen, um, The guys who, and the people that set those lines, I remember, and I've said this before, John Calipari used to say at UMass, and when he was with the other teams coaching, the guys in Vegas know more about my team than I do sometimes. So, you know, if you go by that barometer, it's a a one-possession game tonight. This game could be decided by less than six points. So it's going to be fascinating. With all these dynamics coming into play, I can't wait to see how this game unfolds. And I I think, you know, I think the – here's what I think. I think you're going to see a a little bit of a test. Kind of like when the two boxers ding-ding, the heavyweight bout starts. You know, the first round or two are a little tepid, a little, you know, a little – you know, a little, you know, they look like they're ballroom dancing here a little bit. I think you're going to see some of that. I wouldn't be surprised if we're in a I don't think we're going to see the shootout in Kansas City that we saw in Houston this afternoon and early this evening. I don't think we're going to see that at least for a while. So I could see, you know, 3 nothing Miami, maybe they put together a nice little, you know, drive and it stalls, and they kick a field goal. You know, 7-3 Chiefs going to touchdown Mahomes to Kelsey from 16 yards out. You know, another field goal by Kansas City 13 3. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're starting to see a little bit of texture and a little bit of things starting to evolve. That being said, I think if I think if Kansas City gets rolling and gets up thirteen three and then twenty to three, it it'll be game set match. And I don't think Kansas City will go too crazy. I think they'll just they'll do what they gotta do to play football. They're not gonna ease up. But they're not going to go crazy easy. Now they get a twenty to three or twenty, you know, twenty to or twenty-seven to ten lead. Then I think you're going to see them try to run it, you know, short patterns. Uh, Mahomes is uh, at times when he gets it going, and even in the cold tonight in that slick track, he's going to be very hard to sack. He really is. Mahomes is going to be very hard to sack. Even if you get to him, he has that escapability that he just—he is hard to bring down. You know, and he's hard to bring down in a different way. Ben Roethlisberger used to be hard to bring down because he was so big and could take a pounding and take a hit. And guys, defenders would bounce or bounce off him. Blitzers would come full speed, and he just glance just a little bit of edge. And then you'd see the corner, the blitzing cornerback or linebacker bounce off Roethlisberger because there was so much girth and size there. It's different from Mahomes. Mahomes is, you know, like a disco dancer back there at times. You re- You reach for him and he's gone. Or, you know, you try to go low and he jumps over you. Or you dive for him and he fakes left, it goes right. He's really, really good that way. So keep an eye on that. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. We've set the stage. We know the records. We know everything now. It's getting ready for game time. And we're going to roll into it this next coming hour. I'll update you at the top of the hour here. We'll get you updated on uh, all the stuff that's going on with the coaching changes. And a little bit later on, we'll even sprinkle in some hot stove baseball with Former Chicago Cubs general manager Ed Lynch who will join us on the program. It is the fifth quarter takeover Saturday night into a Sunday playoff week number one, weekend number one, wild card round. I'm Marty Terrell. We're coming back here on Sports Line.
1: Pricing information, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654.
13: Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you.
9: And you don't even have to leave your home.
3: All right, counting down to kickoff here, weekend edition, college basketball. Texas A&M over Kentucky. Creighton took out St. John's. We'll check some of the other nationally ranked uh, games on the other side with a scoreboard update. Counting down to kickoff, about uh, 15 minutes away. Kansas City, Iowa women, Indiana. We got you covered on everything tonight. We're we haven't, we haven't missed a trick. We'll uh, we'll talk with Charlie Gibbons, all the coaching moves. Belichick, where's he? Atlanta looks like they have the inside track. The Falcons, the Dirty Birds, uh, maybe honing in on Belichick this week. Could come as early as Monday. Who knows? Maybe even tomorrow. We'll see. So, uh, a lot of smoke. So, where there's smoke, there's fire. We look forward to it. All right. If you're looking for the game tonight, you can hear my voice. Not NBC. It's NBC and it's Peacock. There is no network coverage of this Kansas City Miami game, if you can believe that. That's what it's come to. and Goodell's taking a lot of heat and he doesn't seem to be uh, all that concerned about it. Uh, I feel bad. I do for the for the sports fans out there. Now, look, Died in the World, Kansas City, you know, they knew this. They knew this. But, you know, the casual sports fan who's out on a Saturday night or hunkered down in the Midwest where it's frigid and you had a, you know snow, a big uh, part of the Midwest got pummeled this week. A lot of Saturday night you know, let's send out for food, let's bring some friends over, or let's just stay together as a family, get pizza, get some, you know, soft drinks, whatever, watch the game. Oh, wait a second, it's on Peacock. So here we go. We will keep an eye on that. We'll have Peacock, and we will keep our eye on it, and uh, it gets underway shortly, so we look forward to that. And, again, Caitlin Clark, Iowa Lady Hawkeyes against the Lady Hoosiers from Indiana. That game is on Fox National Tele. You can get Iowa women's basketball on network TV. You can't get the NFL playoffs on network TV. Think about that. All right, we look forward to it. Bailey Peck, great job. Let's get to the news, top of the hour. Charlie Gibbons warming up in the bullpen. He'll also join us next hour. He'll also give us a halftime report on Kansas City or Miami late in the show. So we look forward to that. Lots to get to here. I'm Marty Terrell here on Sports Byline, Saturday night, fifth quarter takeover here across the country on iHeart, Tune in and around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network. I
10: love the way you swing on that ball with it. Ooh, girl, yeah, you win this song with it on and on and on. I'm fascinated right. If I say let's take a chip
14: I'm Laura Winters.
12: What do you say to members of your own party who are saying you needed congressional authorization for last night's strike? They're wrong, and
7: I sent up the I sent up this morning when the strikes occurred exactly what happened.
14: President Biden calls the strikes against the Houthi rebels in Yemen a success. The president on a campaign stop at a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The DOD, Department of Defense, says to expect some sort of Houthi rebel retaliation, but the group, backed by Iran, Iran has been attacking ships in the Red Sea for months. The Biden administration, along with military partners in Britain, finally carrying out massive strikes in Yemen.
15: I would hope that they don't retaliate, but we're prepared in the event that they do.
14: That is Lieutenant General Douglas Sims at a Pentagon press conference late Friday afternoon.
15: The hope would be that any real thought of retaliation is based on a clear understanding that, you know, we we simply are not going to be messed with here. This is, uh, this is all about creating freedom of navigation for the for the international shipping.
14: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin remains at Walter Reed Medical Center being treated for complications related to prostate cancer surgery. Iowa, under a winter weather warning, freezing snowy Iowa, the center of the political world for the next few days ahead of the caucuses on Monday, All of the Republican candidates busy campaigning despite the weather.
16: This is an unbelievable amount of
14: snow, um, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can. That is Nikki Haley campaigning in Iowa. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also shaking lots of hands in the state with his wife by his side.
4: We have a lot of people that we have signed up to commit to for us over many months. Uh, I think they're motivated, they're passionate, and they're going to show up. What about the broader electorate? I just don't know, uh, but I'm confident
14: our people are going to come out strong.
16: This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of My Pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why My Pillow has developed the My Pillow Towels—towels that work. I know, it's mind blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code USA. The city of Chicago struggling with
14: housing illegal aliens. The city being accused by taxpayers, many who are lifelong Democrats, of prioritizing migrants over its residents. Chicago spending a whopping $156 million on migrant housing and care since October of 2022. The Biden administration doing absolutely nothing to stop the flow at our southern border with Mexico. USA Business News now, Detroit's North American International Auto Show, moving back to January of 2025 after a less-than-stellar showing in the month of September, where it's been held over the past two years. In USA Sports, the University of Alabama picking Washington's Kalen DeBoer to replace legendary coach Nick Saban. He's flown to Alabama late Friday night to meet with the team. Here's USA's Tim Berg on the story. college
17: football landscape will be changing forever. Nick Saban is moving on to the next chapter in his life. The Alabama head coach has announced his retirement. In a statement released late Wednesday, Saban said that the 17 years spent in Tuscaloosa weren't just about wins and losses, but about legacy and how they went about it. The goal has always been to help players create more value for their future. He went on to say Alabama will always be considered home. I'm Tim Berg.
14: And I'm Laura Winters, USA News.
1: Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 12
2: Saturday Night Football, the fifth quarter takeover on the Sports Byline USA broadcast network. Get ready for scores, interviews, and analysis with your hosts, Marty Terrell and Charlie Gibbons, across the country and around the world.
3: All right, we got a full play. Daniel Ogins coming up. We're going to preview the Sunday and Monday. And of course, we got a. a postponement. Tomorrow's Buffalo and Pittsburgh game has been moved to Monday. Uh, let, me, let me give you the exact start time. So uh, I believe it's 430 East, so 330 Central. So we look forward to that. Um, but the weather conditions in Buffalo are, are that bad. 45-14 Texans over the Browns. Uh, a real shocker uh, just in terms of maybe not just the, the fact that Houston won, but They blew him up by 31. Just a rollicking performance uh, by CJ Stroud. And let's get some of his numbers out there for you. Uh, Daniel Ogden joining us. Charlie Gibbons, uh, Ed Lynch, the former GM of the Cubs. Do some hot stove with us. He's got a new podcast coming out. Uh, We've got a rock solid full show. Let's look at the stats right now. Uh, CJ Stroud, I mean – didn't set the world on fire 16 of 21 two, uh, 274 three touchdowns no picks Singletary uh, 66 yards on the ground which was really beneficial and Singletary had a touchdown now uh, let's take a look at Cleveland and this was a rough day Flacco 34 of 46 one touchdown two picks And we're both pick sixes. I know one for sure. It it was just a god-awful day for the Browns. That's going to be a very difficult flight home from Houston back to Cleveland for the Browns. Uh, 45-14. All right, Kansas City, Miami coming up. Caitlin Clark in Iowa. They're on national TV on Fox. We look forward to that. They're taking on the Indiana Hoosiers tonight. Gus Johnson with the call from Carver Hawkeye. Uh, We've got scores. We've got interviews. We've got highlights. Charlie Gibbons. Uh, Daniel Ogden, Ed Lynch We got a lot to go, two hours We got one in the book, two more to go here On the fifth quarter takeover Saturday night into a Sunday here on Sports Byline Along with Bailey Peck, I'm Marty Terrell We're coming right back, keep it right here.
4: What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now. 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. 800 771
5: doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 to learn more.
13: Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt,
1: 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's
3: 800-943-2153. First, I'll do the open segment, then we got a couple of Dan downloads. Uh, Daniel, I'll get along, along the way. Uh, cause I want to spend a lot of time on the games, but I got to get this off my chest. I really do Eight hundred eight seven eight play Eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. a lot of text messages, you know, because I, I've worn Belichick on my sleeve and so I'm paying the price and I'm getting a lot of hate, uh, you know, and stuff. And, and I'm good with it. I, I could care. Half these people are dopes anyways. And so I'm just going to take it in stride, you know, uh, I just don't, I I don't get upset when you people you know I'd rather you s- send me a nasty text or a nasty email or you know chide me on social media than say nothing you know the opposite of love is not hate it's indifferent and I'm glad these people aren't indifferent but I'm I'm going to say it for what it is I'm I'm just going to give my opinion and I will let the chip fall as they may so let's start with New England so you're going to tell me Bill Belichick six Super Bowls um. Uh, 333 wins or whatever, no, uh, 14 shy of 333, which is Schuler's record. He'll get there, and, and we'll see on Belichick's hiring. I, I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on Gerard Mayo. And this isn't anything personal against Gerard Mayo. 37 years old, he's probably a nice guy. He can't coach offense. He can't coach offensively himself out of a wet paper bag. Okay, he's a defensive coach. So let me ask you something. The Patriots went 4-13 this year, and you're going to tell me that defense was their problem or offense wasn't their problem? What are you talking about? So you're going to bring in Gerard Mayo and let him put together a staff and, and, and somehow try to sell us on the idea that they're going to turn Mac Jones into a great quarterback, that they're going to turn this franchise around. Listen. There's no flies on, on Robert Kraft, even though I think he's a dope. And he's one of, he, he is one of my least favorite owners all time. And I'm not going to get into the reasons why. But he is a carpetbagger. He is a, uh, a hangers-on. You know, his wife was all the money. The wife's family was all the money. He married Rich, and I don't even resent that. You know, good luck. You know what? But Robert Kraft, and look, at he has been the owner of one of the greatest franchises in the history of the NFL. So I'm going to give them that. I'm going to give them that. But you know something? Let's just stay in the here and now, and let's paint, let's stay between the lines, and let's color by number. Even a dope like me can color by number. And number one is you're selling us the idea that you've upgraded the franchise with the hiring of Gerard Mayo. Well, you haven't. Okay? And, And look at their 2,024 opponents, and you know. They're going to play the Colts, the Jags, the Texans. Who else is in that? The Titans. There's 0-4. They're going to play within their division. They won't win a division game, maybe one against the Jets, but I don't think so because Rodgers will be back. Now you're talking 0-8. Then they got to go out west, and they are going to play the Seahawks, the Rams, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. So the Patriots are really staring down the barrel of 2-15. And, and And Robert Kraft knows this. This is what he's not telling the fan base. He knows this because you can't replace a legend like Bill Belichick with a real coach. You, you can't. You've you got to get, a, you gotta get a, a reasonable facsimile. Why not, why not sacrifice a 37-year-old defensive coach, throw him in there knowing full well, He's going to be fired within two years. He's going to compile five, six wins. This will be one of the darkest periods in New England Patriots history. This will be as bad as Billy, Patrick, and all the other dopey Sullivans. Remember the Michael Jackson World Tour. Remember all the crazy stuff. Remember Patrick Sullivan punching Matt Millen. Remember all that crazy stuff. Then we had, you know, Victor Kiam and James Orthwine. And then Dopey Robert Kraft, but Kraft delivered the goods. So we can't call him Dopey anymore. The fact of the matter is this. The Patriots are going as high as they went. They're going diametrically diametrically opposed to where they were. So they're polar opposite. Way up here in the North Pole, they're going to the South Pole. It's going to be ugly, ugly Patriot fans. You have no idea how bad this is going to be because they just hired a defensive coach. Now I'm gonna say something I'm gonna preface it and I'm gonna be real careful. They checked another box here and it, 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 it just what it is they gave him an exclusionary clause he, he he had they thought they identified something great but they also don't have to interview minorities because of the Rooney rule so craft you know and i'm I'm not saying he didn't identify um, Gerard Mayo as a highly talented guy he did but he also Circumvented the process here. And I'm not saying he did it intentionally, but he did. And that's fine. I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am ten thousand percent wrong. And the fact of the matter is, I hope the Patriots turn into the doomsday defense, the purple people eaters, uh, the fearsome force of the Rams. I'm really dating myself. And I'm hoping the Patriots somehow find a way to 10 wins, 11 wins, a playoff team. And, man, you don't want to play the Patriots because, man, that defense will absolutely shut you down. This is going to be a dark, dark period. All right, let's get to Alabama. The same thing. You can't hire a Lanning, an Urban Meyer, a Mike Norvell. You can't hire a high-profile coach to replace Nick Saban. Why? Because he won seven national championships, six at said Alabama and another one at LSU. So what are they doing? They're hiring a guy like a sacrificial lamb. So you're going to tell me you're going to sell the amazing, rabid Crimson Tide fan base. One of the most passionate, if not the most passionate fan bases in the country, except for Notre Dame and Michigan. I am a third. I really do. Notre Dame's number one. Best fan base in, in America. Number two, Michigan unbelievable fan base we saw that spelled out this year uh right before our very eyes and then you got alabama and so you're gonna say hey we got this guy at the university of washington he's from millbank south dakota he went to the university of sioux falls he was a great receiver he was a division two guy yeah he's got 112 wins and 16 losses lifetime as a head coach against a bunch of tomato can opponents in absolutely nondescript nobody cares football leagues and you're going to bring him to Alabama and this is going to be the next wonder kind no he's a sacrificial lamb let's put a polite little label on both these guys Gerard Mayo in New England and Kalen DeBoer University of Washington now Alabama TC uh, transitional coaches THC sounds like something you you know you, you get high on Yeah, you don't. Transitional head coach. They know they're going to fail. They're just keeping the seat warm until the next coach comes in. You know why? Mike Norvell at Florida State, I don't want that job. Dan Lanning, Dabo Swinney, who is an Alabama guy, Kirby Smart, whatever, don't want to talk to you about it. You know why? Because we can't meet the standard. We can't live up to the expectations. we got to bottom out our program. Alabama needs to go 7-6 and six or 6-7, six and seven, maybe miss a bowl season, which is unthinkable. Then you can hire the name coach who comes in low and goes high. You don't, you don't replace high and come in and then fall one game short of a national championship because the fan base wants you fired. So that's what took place here. That's exactly what took place. Ironically, basically on the same day. The same day that Nick Saban, quote unquote, retired, Bill Belichick was fired. He was. This wasn't a mutual parting of the ways. Robert Kraft wanted to make a change. Uh, Belichick became real after Brady left, and it was time. It was. T- I, I. You know, I've come to terms with the reason why they did it, and they did it because, in both cases, you know, Saban made it easy. He wanted to retire but you know norville lanning any of these coaches they didn't there was not their agents took about 35 seconds to say thanks but no thanks and by the way who's the agent for Kalen DeBoer? jimmy sexton jimmy sexton the former big league ball player baseball player who also happens to be nick saban has a uh, 75 other clients a lot of coaches and a network a network Uh, A net worth of $31 million, which isn't a lot of money by agent standards. But the reality is, quid pro quo. Alabama said, Jimmy, what do we do? And Jimmy says, hey, I got your sacrificial lamb. You can sell him to your fan base. He just went to the national title game. They got blown out by Michigan. But guess what? He'll come in. He'll get his head lopped off after two years, and everything will be good. And then you can rebuild. That's what happened. All right, we're coming back. Lots to get to. We got games to break down. I will even throw this one at uh, Mr. Ogden, see what he thinks. So away we go. It's the weekend edition. We got a Friday show, we got a Saturday show, a Sunday replay, and a Monday right around the corner here on Sports Overnight. I'm Barty Chirrell. Keep it here.
4: What would you do if you had a broken bone you'd go to the doctor and use your insurance right well what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol most people do nothing until it's way too late your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the detox and treatment helpline many times addiction treatment is fully covered so why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone and with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. 800 771
18: Right now.
1: Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800 965 1295. 800 965 1295. 800 965 1295. That's 800
6: 965 1295.
3: Talking the world is sports. Got a weekend edition. Marty Terrell along with Daniel Logan along the way as uh, we're going to get into the games. Uh, I'm just tired of the coaches. Uh, you know, the coaching carousel makes my head hurt. Uh, it's been crazy. Pete Carroll out, Seattle weird. I want him to coach again. I just do. You know, let me just finish this before you get Daniel in here. You know, Pete Carroll won two national championships of college football. And one in the NFL and should have had two. All he had to do was tell uh, Russell Wilson in February of 2015 to just hand the ball to Beast Mode and the game's over. Instead, they try to throw it, and you know what happened. Interception, Patriots win. Anyhow, Daniel, how are you? What's going on, pal? Weekend edition. What's going on in
19: your world? You all right? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, Just... uh yeah Jags blew it Michigan won I would have taken that trade off uh, any any day if yeah. you had asked me going into those two games yeah we'll save the
3: coaches stuff for our second let's get into these games let's get to these games you know let's go right to Sunday let's go right to Sunday we'll come back and visit the other games and Monday night Tampa Bay Philly but man Sunday is juicy it really is you know and I want to start with the primetime game Detroit in the Rams and I'm telling you I don't bet but I am telling you right now the Rams and Matthew Stafford are going to beat the Detroit Lions talk me off the ledge if you will the Rams are hot and they have exactly what Detroit does not want them to have they've got receivers and they got a running back out of Notre Dame and Kyron who is Kyron Williams and a quarterback, Matthew Stafford, who he's got 15 years under his belt. And he, I'm telling you, he's not going to be intimidated by the Lion fans at Ford Field. He's just that vitriol is not going to affect him. And their defense is good enough. And they got an elite coach in McVay. And I'm telling you right now, all these people buying in and drinking the Kool-Aid that the Detroit Lions, first time in 30 years, hosting a playoff game. They're going to the Super Bowl for the first time. You're going to hear a big kerplunk late night, Saturday into Sunday across the country. Rams over the Lions. You tell me. Let's start right there. Let's go. Go ahead.
19: So I I feel like all of the momentum and everything that uh, is leading up to this game all kind of says that. Um, I, I think my pause would be the Lions, for the most part, every single time You know, throughout the season, it it sort of looked like maybe they were going to fall off. They didn't, so um, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think that game could go either way. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, go contrarian. I'll go Lions. I think the Lions are going to be done.
3: Uh, I don't see it. Uh, and, you know, they're favored, and rightfully so. should be more than three, though, if they're that dominant a team. All right, let's go to the middle game on Sunday, Packers-Cowboys. Wow. You know, here again, it's hard to be a contrarian because you look at their home record, you look at Dak, you look at what Green Bay's got, but I like the hot-handed quarterback, and I think Green Bay's got a puncher's chance. Will they win the game? I don't know. But I do know this. If the Packers win for whence he came, Mike McCarthy, let me tell you something. The former Packer will become the former Cowboy coach. If they lose this game, I have a feeling Bill Belichick's phone is going to be vibrating in his pocket sometime on Sunday night with Jerry Jones on the other end of the line. I don't think that is crazy. I don't think that's hyperbole. I don't think that's a statement just to get people riled up. This is an enormously tight spot for the Cowboys. And if Green Bay can shorten the game and Jordan Love can stay within himself and play it smart, keep the game in the low 20s, Green Bay has got a puncher's chance. Give me your analysis, your opinion. Green Bay at Dallas. That'll be 430 East on Sunday. Let's hear.
19: So uh, my first question would be, and, and I haven't seen this today, is uh, Watson playing? Do you know?
3: Uh, he is Christian Watson is playing. Okay, that's. I, I
19: think that uh, their offense, it, 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 from you know the few. I think I've watched maybe three or four of their games this year, and when he's playing, the offense just looks completely different um, mm-hmm. because they have to kind of worry about him as a deep threat. He can high point the ball really well, and it really kind of opens up uh, the other guys that they have, and they have a good. Young receiving core. I mean, uh, reed has been been flashy, you know, throughout the year. Dobbs is pretty good. Uh, yep. uh, the tight end has really, really come on uh, late in the season. Is it Tucker Craft? Yep. Um, yep.
3: And the thing I'm worried about here, Dan, don't mean to interrupt, you know, Watson's going to play, but, you know, it's a hamstring, which that bothers me. Now, the good thing is it isn't the cold, frozen, quote-unquote, tundra of Green Bay. It's indoors in Dallas. Big difference. But if they can get that thing warmed up and kind of get him nice and supple and loosened up, probably give him a little bit of a boost with whatever. I don't know. I'm not saying you shoot him up with anything. But if if, if Watson can go without inhibition and out hesitation, I think you've identified, uh, identified a turning point in the game. He's huge to that offensive attack. Make no mistake. And if he's out, I think that could be a game changer.
19: Yeah, a I negative agree. Negative
3: way for Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, th- I didn't mean to interrupt No,
19: you. you're fine. Um, I just – the the only thing I can say against it uh, would be uh, Dallas still hasn't lost at home. So, um, it's tough for me to pick against them. But I uh, – like I've said numerous times, one of my favorite uh, pastimes is watching the Cowboys lose in the playoffs. And uh, I would enjoy it again. And I do believe you're right that uh, – uh, Jones would would call Belichick fairly quickly after that.
3: Well, do you remember Thanksgiving Day when Detroit was a huge favorite at home? Everybody said, oh, boy, here we go. Green Bay, you know, NFC North, traditional Thanksgiving Day game. That game kicks at noon. And by 1230, the game was over. It was 21 nothing. I'm telling you, Green Bay is dangerous. They are extremely dangerous. And it's just just like Dallas and their arrogance and their stupidity to take a first-round playoff game, and they're building lightly. They can't. They absolutely cannot. And I'm telling you, if Green Bay gets out to a 7 nothing 10 nothing and then it goes 10-3, and then it goes 13-3, and it's 13-10 Green Bay, then it's 20-10 with a touchdown, I'll tell you, Dallas will be singing for their supper. Uh, I'm going to take Green Bay in a rollicking upset. The easiest game of the week is going to occur Saturday night. We'll get to that in a moment. But the second easiest game will be the one that follows up Kansas City absolutely oh. demolishing Miami, and that's Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's going to win, you know, 41-3, 41-10. Pittsburgh doesn't have a lot. They're beaten up. They're going to be nine feet of snow. Pittsburgh's an outdoor team, but you know what? Mason Rudolph, they might as well have Rudolph the Red Nulls reindeer, quarterback on the team. They got no shot. So we got two locks. Miami is going to get crushed. And so too is Pittsburgh. Go ahead. Have a have a have a swipe at those two dandies. Let's hear. I,
19: I, I mean, I definitely think um that the the Bills will win, but I, I, I don't know, man. It's just something about the Steelers, as ugly as they've been all year, for whatever reason, they seem to like hang around in these games. Um uh, yeah. but it is not you know, they play Baltimore really well, and obviously Baltimore was playing their backups last week, but you know they they really ma- find a way to make games ugly and i think my worry is that so do the bills <laughs> they find ways to make games ugly for themselves a lot of the time so uh but i but i think they should win pretty handily i i, I think maybe i don't know about 41 to 3 but i think they'll win by about two touchdowns i think it'll be kind of close in the first half though they'll pull away in the second half um i actually in the other one, I I I give Miami a chance. Um wow. I I really respect give me, uh McDan- give me 17 below 0. I you know. I know, but I, ju- I respect McDaniel as a coach too much, I think to uh mm-hmm. to I he's going to have some sort of a game plan um that will either very much um succeed or very much fail. Uh I I think it'll it'll if they can hang around in that game, I, I definitely think they can win it. Uh, but I could also see them getting blown out too. Um, but I, I do you like
3: do you like mahi mahi?
19: I like mahi mahi.
3: Well, there'll be plenty available. Eat some frozen fish. I'll send it to you Monday. Okay, I'll send it. <laughs> I won't even send it COD. I'll pay the bill. I'll send you all the frozen mahi mahi you want. Okay, dolphins are, they're, they're gonna get toasted, brother. They're gonna get to us.
19: I, I think they have a chance, but I might be the only one. So, you know. All right.
3: Let's get to Cleveland Houston. What a slobber knocker. And this is right in your wheelhouse. I mean, this game is right in your wheelhouse. You hate the Texans. I don't even know if you care about the Browns, but this game is right in your wheelhouse. And I, I value your opinion always, but particularly on Houston hosting Cleveland. Play played a couple three weeks ago. Different game, different circumstances. Here we go. NRG, let's hear. What a whopper on Saturday to kick off the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, uh,
19: Texans, Browns. Yeah. Let's yeah. hear. Uh, okay, we, I, I only got a, about 30 seconds here, but uh, yeah, 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 let's yeah. see. Uh, I'm going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go Houston. You know what? I think Hold, Houston- the okay. Hold the thought. Hold the thought.
3: Hold the thought. Yeah, let's not do that. That's not fair to you. We are presented by Vanguard Utility Partners, Randy Byrne, and American Premium Vodka. We're from every sale of a bottle of premium American vodka. Guess what they do? That buck goes to the American Legion. We're coming back sports overnight weekend edition don't go away
19: and you're clear oh. uh.
3: All right, talking to World of Sports here, weekend edition. We got a big weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with Martin Luther King. We'll have a lot of NBA on Monday. We'll save that. I think we're on Monday. I don't know if 100%. I think we are working Monday. I'm assuming we're working Monday. And if we're not, well, it's a bonus day off. But I just assume work on Monday. All right. Let's get to him. Daniel Ogden. It's the uh, Deshaun Watson Bowl between Cleveland and... And the Houston Texans before we abruptly got cut off by network hard breaks. Let's hear what you have to say on the Browns, D'Amico Ryans, and the Houston Texans. Go ahead. Let's hear uh,
19: So, I feel like uh, this one sort of feels a lot to me like the Lions and Rams game where I feel like almost everybody's on Cleveland coming in. And uh, I know that defense is phenomenal. Flacco's been rolling. Um, I think and we were kind of talking about the game a little bit uh, off air, but um, I'm going to say uh, Stefanski ends up winning coach of the year. And I think Houston uh, beats them uh, Saturday. Wow. And I, I don't think that D'Amico Ryans is going to care whether he won coach of the year or not, uh, because I think they're going to beat him.
3: Wow. I mean, that, I, I mean, I could see it happening. I really could. Flacco's experience though I think might be the difference. It, you know, look, everyone wrote Cleveland off when the quarterbacks went down, even before that when Nick Chubb went down, boy the you could oh my god, the Cleveland Browns are done. But you know what Miles Garrett and that defense have done nothing but just wreck havoc on their opposition. And Flacco has just been great. I mean, he, I mean, this guy was sitting on the couch on Saturdays and Sundays drinking six packs of beer with his feet up enjoying retirement, you know, putting a, putting a nice little lighter to the end of a nice Macanudo cigar and enjoying life. And all of a sudden the phone rings and Stefanik says, let's go. Come on, big guy, 38 years old. Let's go out and win. And uh, let's, let's make a run. We got the talent. We got a defense. That's going to make your life easy. They're not going to. Excuse me. Give up a lot of points. And all you're going to do, you know what? He's thrown for 1600 yards. He's averaging over 300 yards per game. Daniel, Joe Flacco. I mean, this is unbelievable. So I think this might be the most entertaining game of the weekend. As much as I want to go to Monday night and we'll get to there in a moment. I think you might have been you've captured the essence of it. I think Houston and Cleveland's gonna be the rock fight of all rock fights. Is that what I hear you saying? Give me a little
19: more. Yeah, definitely. I think I don't know what it is, but something about you know, I mean I've watched a lot of Houston games, obviously, uh, for for obvious reasons, and there there's something about them that I, I don't know the exact way to describe it, but they sort of have the same mojo that the Jags had last year um, where I don't necessarily think that, you know, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl or make a run or anything. But I think they got a playoff win in them. And uh, Cleveland uh, just, you know, I'm I'm sorry for uh, the fan base there, but uh, I think they're going down. I don't know why. I just think, uh, think they'll pull it out at the end somehow.
3: It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. All right, let's get to the other one in the NFC, and that's Tampa Bay at Philly. So much riding, you know. Nick Sirianni is he singing for his supper? Baker Mayfield, my God, he's got a hot hand right now. Give me a give me a take on this one. This ought to be a. Vi- you know what? This game's going to go one way or the other. Either Philadelphia is going to wake up saying what are we doing and blow them out, or it's going to get worse and Baker Mayfield's going to go nuts and Tampa Bay's going to beat them. And we're going to be sitting here Tuesday going, what happened? Let's hear. Go ahead.
19: Yeah, I, I, uh, Tampa Bay. I, I think. Um, are they Are they favored coming in in this game?
3: No, let me look. That I, I think they're
19: underdogs, that, right? but I, 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 feel like they should be favored. Uh, um nah,
3: it's in Philly. I don't think you can favor them on the road. Can you really?
19: I mean, I don't know. I guess just watching Philadelphia play the last five weeks. Um, I think it just comes down to. It's, I think it's pretty simple. I think it comes down to. What Jalen Hurts do we see on the field, and uh, can he put him on his back or not? Because uh, I I just think that that's that's kind of where that team's at. He needs to show up and have a big game uh, for them to win.
3: Well, it's funny you say that. They are uh, they uh, the Philadelphia's favored three, but you know what that three points is, don't you?
19: The home field.
3: Home field. Yep. exactly right. That's a pick'em game, my friend. That's yep. a pick'em game. I mean, good job out of you. Interesting. All right. What is going to be the theme of this first weekend, this wild card weekend? What's going to be the theme on Tuesday morning when we wake up and get ready to go to work? What will we be saying about the weekend, in your opinion? Let's hear
19: You know, I think we're going to be saying um, just going into next weekend and whatever the matchups end up being. I I think the media and I think the story will just be uh, Baltimore, San Francisco, uh, regardless of what happens uh, in any of these games. That's how I feel. I feel like uh, you know that's where everything's sort of heading to. And uh, if you obviously, I don't know, do you know about the uh, uh, quote unquote uh, conspiracy surrounding the logo?
3: No, go ahead, tell me.
19: Okay, so if you go back and look at the Super Bowl logos. Um, for the past, I want to say it's like two, three, two or three years, uh, uh at yeah. least. If yeah. you look at the logo, the colors on the logo have matched the teams in the game somehow. Um, interestingly enough, uh, you know, the, uh, okay. and the colors of the logo this year are purple and red conveniently. So
3: San Francisco.
19: Yep, but I think that'll be the storyline. and you know I think uh, I'm pretty confident the Niners uh, will make it as long as they don't have any major injuries. Um, I think uh, as great has as Baltimore has looked um, until and don't get me wrong, I love Lamar Jackson, I love watching him play, but until he performs well in a playoff. Run. um, I I still have to question his playoff record, and I think I want to say he's what like one and three or one and four, something like that. Um, One and four. Yeah. So yeah. So um, and it and it seems like coming into each game whatever defense, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see with the, with the offensive coordinator change. And obviously this is, uh, you know, not this weekend, but two weeks away, it will be interesting to see because I feel like the last couple times they've lost whatever the defensive coordinators plan has been has completely thrown their offense out of whack. Um, Going back to even, I I think it was Gus Bradley had like five or six defensive backs on the field to try to have like more athletic players. And they couldn't figure out how to beat that, and uh, so I think that'll be the story surrounding them. Niners, I think, just stay healthy, and I think that they cruise through um, the NFC. I the the one, you know, I I, I think if uh, if the Rams can uh, beat Detroit, I think they could give them problems just because. Um, you know, when you're playing a divisional team, you just never know.
3: All right, I've got the theme. You ready? I've got it nailed. Okay. Here's the theme. Here's the theme on Tuesday morning. And make no mistake about it. This is going to be the theme. And let me just get my ducks in a row so I don't embarrass myself. All right. So tomorrow is the 13th, right? Yes. Okay. So let me go to the 13th. Let me get to the NFL playoff game. Here's the theme. Now, why why is this thing screwing up on me? Ugh. So you got to, you got to, okay. Stay with me. Okay. okay. Here's the theme. It's going to be called the maligned quarterbacks resurface malign quarterback. Number one is Joe Flacco. He's too old. He can't win. He wasn't around. Uh, Cleveland's never won anything. He's been maligned. Guess what he's doing? Nothing but delivering wins. I just said it over 1600 yards passing. He leads them to victory over the Texans malign quarterback, Pat Mahomes. Um, Great quarterback. He's run its course. Kelsey's old. Can't hold on to the ball. Mahomes, uh, he's he, he's distracted. He's got trouble at home with a with a crazy wife. The whole Taylor Swift thing has been a distraction. Mahomes has gone Hollywood. He's not paying attention to the X's and O's. He resurfaces, and it's like shooting dolphins in a barrel. They're going to have a rollicking conquest over the overmatched, frozen Miami Dolphins, so there's two scenarios. Let's continue on with my mantra of malign quarterbacks. Has there been a more malign quarterback than Josh Allen, turnover city, closing in on a hundred turnovers in his career, throwing off his back foot, throwing picks? Guess what? They won the freaking division and they finished strong with a win over Miami. The last five or six weeks have been great. Has he still made turnovers? Yes. Can he get his house in order? Yes. Is he gonna to have to worry about TJ Watt? No. Is Pittsburgh overmatched? Yes. Snow in their favor. Bill's rollicking win over the Steelers. Another case where the Malign quarterback emerges and is basking in the glow of his great performance. Uh Malign quarterback, Green Bay's. Jordan Love filling the shoes of Aaron Rodgers. Can't win. Guess what? They're in the freaking playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is home, you know, saying stupid things about Jimmy Kimmel on Pat McAfee's godforsaken, terrible talk show. And all Jordan Love is doing is playing on a uh, a Sunday in a sandwich. They're the meat in the sandwich games between the Pittsburgh Buffalo and the Rams Lions game. Will he win the game? You know, Vegas says no, but who cares what they think? I think they got a puncher's chance. We talked about it. Christian Watson's healthy. They got a Huge chance to pick off Dallas and perhaps send former Green Bay coach Mike McCarthy to the unemployment line. Another maligned quarterback feeds my storyline for the weekend. And now here's the two beauties of them all. Rams at the Lions. You want to talk about a maligned quarterback. This is the maligned quarterback bowl. You got Stafford in Los Angeles and you got Mr. Maligned in Motown and Jared Goff. Well, guess what? The more maligned of the two, Is golf, But you know what? I can make a case for Stafford. He got a Super Bowl in L.A. He's going back to Motown. Man, this is going to be a big spot for Matty in Motown. He turns the tables, and he has one more level of indignity to the Motown Lion fans who have to sit there and watch one of their formers take them out of the playoffs first time in a long time, and they're one and done. And then you want to talk about Maligned on Monday. It's Baker Mayfield. I mean, this guy is bounced around. Cleveland, Tampa, Carolina, the Rams. Was there anywhere else in there? Did I miss one? And guess what? If he goes into the city of brotherly love and does nothing but absolutely put a dagger in the heart of the Philadelphia Eagles, who are less than a year removed for, from going to the Super Bowl for crown out loud, you want to talk about. A maligned quarterback, absolutely rising Phoenix from the ashes. It would be Baker Mayfield. So my theme for the weekend is: Look out! We could have a absolute grand run of these former Malign signal callers and their new venues, jumping up in a big spot. And look at the look at the diversity of the uh, of the malines. I mean, Flacco sitting on the couch, Stafford's banged up. A lot of people thought he was just never going to deliver the goods despite all that talent. Baker Mayfield, some thought his career was over. I mean, the only quarterback we're missing this weekend is Carson Wentz. And I even say, hold the phone. Maybe Matt Stafford goes down and Wentz comes off the bench and leads the Rams to the Super Bowl. I mean, leads the Rams, rather, to a win over the Lions. All right, we'll come back. Thank you, Daniel. Excellent job out of you. you. Don't forget American Premium Vodka. Check it out, AmericanPremiumVodkaStore.com. Every dollar from a sale of the American Premium Vodka results in $1 going to the American Legion. I'm Marty Terrell. We'll come back. What we're streaming and screaming about in the world of sports on a weekend edition. Sports Overnight America on Sports Byline.
1: That's 800-211-6008 I don't even recognize
7: myself anymore.
8: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
3: Wrapping up the hour down the home stretch. We go hour two of the fifth quarter takeover. Saturday into a Sunday. Marty Trail here on Sports Byline. Get you updated. The uh, Chiefs 7 nothing in the red zone, though, going in. Looks like for uh, a touchdown to give them a 14 nothing lead. We'll keep you apprised of that situation. Uh, Iowa women 35-31 over Indiana with a shade less than three minutes to go in the half. So, we shall see about that uh, as those two teams are going at it. Good game tonight. Caitlin Clark with a couple of absolute long bomb threes. Uh, She has had uh, 5 of 12 shooting, uh, 14 points. Again, about two and a half to go in the half at Carver-Hawkeye. Earlier today, Cleveland 45-14, an absolute throttling, uh, I should say, Houston Texans over the Cleveland Browns. So, um, Houston advances and Iowa now extends that lead, 37-31. So there you go. All right, looks like uh, they're going to have to settle for a field goal. Uh, Kansas City, let's get you updated in real time, right up here to the top. It is chilly. The, the wind's blowing in Kansas City, and the kick is up and good. So Kansas City, just uh, nine ticks, nine seconds into the second quarter. They lead Miami 10-zip, and I don't think they're ever going to give up the lead tonight, folks. I really don't. I think we are uh, as close to home free as you can get. Miami can't run it. has already thrown a bad pick. Um, they just, Miami looks like, uh, no pun intended, a fish out of water. And they're a fish on ice is what they are tonight. So uh, we'll keep you apprised of that. Charlie Gibbons coming up. Uh, we'll hear a little bit of Dom's download. Ed Lynch is uh, coming up former uh, assistant general manager with the Mets, but the general manager with the Chicago Cubs. And uh, he's got a new podcast out, so we'll talk to Ed Lynch. We look forward to it. So uh, away we go. We got a ton yet to get to here across the country and around the globe here on a Saturday fifth quarter takeover. So we look forward to that. All right, so keep it here. We got plenty to go. And uh, big NFL playoff Sunday again. The Buffalo and Steeler game has been moved to 4.30 Eastern time on Monday. Due to the weather conditions.
14: I'm Laura Winters.
12: What do you say to members of your own party who are saying you needed congressional authorization for last night's
7: strike? They're wrong, and I sent up the I sent up this morning when the strikes occurred exactly what happened.
14: President Biden calls the strikes against the Houthi rebels in Yemen a success. The president on a campaign stop at a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The DOD, Department of Defense, says to expect some sort of Houthi rebel retaliation, but the group, backed by Iran has been attacking ships in the Red Sea for months. The Biden administration, along with military partners in Britain, finally carrying out massive strikes in Yemen.
15: I would hope that they don't retaliate, but we're prepared in the event that they do.
14: That is Lieutenant General Douglas Sims at a Pentagon press conference late Friday afternoon.
15: The hope would be that any real thought of retaliation is based on a clear understanding that, you know, we simply are not going to be uh, messed with here. This is, uh, this is all about creating freedom of navigation for the for the international shipping.
14: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin remains at Walter Reed Medical Center being treated for complications related to prostate cancer surgery. Iowa under a winter weather warning, freezing snowy Iowa, the center of the political world for the next few days ahead of the caucuses on Monday, All of the Republican candidates busy campaigning despite the weather. This is an unbelievable amount of snow, um, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can. That is Nikki Haley campaigning in Iowa. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also shaking lots of hands in the state with his wife by his side.
4: We have a lot of people that we have signed up to commit to for us over many months. Uh, I think they're motivated, they're passionate, and they're going to show up. What about the broader electorate? I just don't know, uh, but I'm confident our people are going to come out strong.
16: This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of My Pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why My Pillow has developed the My Pillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you the six piece towels that includes two bath towels two hand towels and two washcloths. they come in a variety of colors and right now you can receive a six piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA go to mypillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee to receive this amazing offer on the six piece set of my pillow towels just go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or or call 800-951-8175. That's mypillow.com. Promo code USA. The city of Chicago struggling with housing illegal aliens, the city
14: being accused by taxpayers, many who are lifelong Democrats, of prioritizing migrants over its residents. Chicago spending a whopping $156 million on migrant housing and care since October of 2022 the Biden administration doing absolutely nothing to stop the flow at our southern border with Mexico. USA Business News now, Detroit's North American International Auto Show, moving back to January of 2025 after a less-than-stellar showing in the month of September where it's been held over the past two years. In USA Sports, the University of Alabama picking Washington's Kalen DeBoer to replace legendary coach Nick Saban. He's flown to Alabama late Friday night to meet with the team. Here's USA's Tim Berg on the story.
17: The college football landscape will be changing forever. Nick Saban is moving on to the next chapter in his life. The Alabama head coach has announced his retirement. In a statement released late Wednesday, Saban said that the 17 years spent in Tuscaloosa weren't just about wins and losses, but about legacy and how they went about it. The goal has always been to help players create more value for their future. He went on to say Alabama will always be considered
1: home. I'm Tim Berg.
14: And I'm Laura Winters, USA News.
1: Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 122
10: 229-800-734-1229. Attention homeowners! It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Call now and learn how to get your free month.
1: 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and
10: exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
2: Saturday Night Football, the fifth quarter takeover on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Get ready for scores, interviews, and analysis with your hosts, Marty Terrell and Charlie Gibbons, across the country and around the world.
3: All right, well, we are going to break top of the hour, (laughs) Kansas City probably home free, but... Miami, uh, right away, touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. There you go. Tua connects with Tyree Kill, the former Chief, 10-7, just 59 seconds into the second quarter. So we got ourselves a game. Let's see this next possession, next series of possessions here. Charlie Gibbons coming up. He'll sweep the bottom of the hour. Ed Lynch coming up as well. Uh, but uh, we're going to get it going here here we got some charlie conversation uh, as we preview the weekend as we get ready for uh, the sunday side of the action so we'll keep an eye on Kansas City and Miami halftime of the Iowa women's game at home fox nationally televised saturday night hoops 4337 iowa by 6 over indiana lady hoosiers so there you go all right so we still got a full hour to go bailey peck in t- So we are ready to go we're going to rock and roll here with a lot of sports conversation, the NFL we look forward to it here on uh, Saturday night, the 5th quarter takeover and I do think this next possession by Kansas City will be very interesting to see how they respond as Mahomes uh, his first pass is a big one to Kelsey over the middle out to the uh, 43 yard line, Kelsey dropped an easy ball which would have gone for a touchdown earlier, so uh he is uh, trying to get his game back, so to speak. He has been very, very shaky of late. All right, we're coming back on the other side. Uh, American Premium Vodka, a proud sponsor. If you're enjoying the games and you're enjoying your libations with American Premium Vodka, we uh, encourage you, we implore you to drink responsibly. Every bottle of vodka, of American Premium Vodka, sold, $1. Res- results for the American Legion American Premium Vodka Store dot com. Kelsey drops another one and uh, away we go. So he drops one, he catches one, he drops one. So away we go. Alright, we're coming back here on Sports by Byline.
14: Standing outside in the rain said to my face cause I gotta let it go Thought it might have been love, she don't feel it though Why you acting
10: like we ain't been here before We've been here before, yeah, it's such a shame uh, It's such a shame, you already know it. You know it I'm expressing all my pain, you know I'm a poet When you're sleeping through the night, I know you the coldest though I used to heat your body
4: What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered, so why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125.
1: That's 800-943-2153.
6: Craving a guilt-free snack? Check out 100calsnacks.com for a treat that's 100% natural and free from added sugars. These surprisingly filling snacks are a tasty blend of low carbs, high protein, and fiber. And if the taste doesn't win you over, we'll give you your money back. Visit 100calsnacks.com. That's the number 100 com. Indulge in a superfood-packed energy boost for just 100 calories. That's right. The tastiest and most nutritious guilt-free goodness is at 100calsnacks.com.
3: This is being uh, heard around New England tonight. This is the group player, and the name of the song is Baby Come Back. Please come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. Come home, Billy, Billy, Billy. Billy Belichick, come home back. It's not going to happen. I, Charlie, as soon as I saw your call today, no offense, not going to lie to you. I just said, no, I'm, I'm not talking right now. I'm in a bad mood. I'm not I'm going to say something I regret. And I know why you were calling, so you weren't calling to say, hey, how you doing? You're going to say, "Wow!" Right? All right, come on, tell me. Go ahead, be honest, Charlie. Give uh, all quarter of, takeover. All of
20: it. I mean, yeah. Saban and, and Pete Carroll yesterday. Uh, Belichick today. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I it's it it the snow. It, it's going to be so interesting to just see how this thing snowballs. The, the butterfly effect so to speak of, of all of these these changes because you know Alabama's gonna try to go out there and and hire the the biggest name and best coach they can get. Uh, you know that Robert Kraft up there in New England, he wants to get his Patriots back on track and get back to the to the postseason and, and the playoffs. But man, this is I mean these are we're talking about some all-time greats for coaches here that are that are retiring.
3: Well, three oh, Hall of Famers stepping away. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, Belichick's not stepping away. He got fired today, Charlie. He was fired. Yeah, Bill Belichick I... got fired. Yeah. yeah That's to... Yeah. No.
20: Yeah. Hey, hey, they're they're parting ways. Yeah. And and, and oh,
3: Belichick's yeah. gonna go coach somewhere else. We know yeah. that, but. So answer this question for me, because you were the first one that and I give you full props for this. You were the first one locally, nationally. I listened to more podcasts than you could shake a stick at last night. And of course Belichick was still employed. But you were the first one when it came to Alabama, you said recruiting and you threw out the the kid from Iowa. And, and then today, everyone followed up saying Alabama is going to move quick. They got five-star guys that committed to Alabama, but they committed to Nick Saban. And you nailed it. So tell me about the Iowa kid and this, this transfer portal, this uh, name image likeness, this took a lot of starch out of Nick Saban, and it's a big reason why he retired. I'll guarantee you that's coming out. So you go ahead and tell me. The kid from Iowa, five-star recruit, and a whole bunch of others are waiting to see what Alabama does. Let's hear. Go ahead.
20: Well, I, I was just curious from from the Iowa perspective. Uh, Caden Proctor, uh, the the left tackle, who ended up going to Alabama, and was actually was supposed to be going to Iowa, and literally the the day of signing changed his mind. mind and right. uh, and yeah, just. Just kind of ripped the rug out from all the Iowa fans. We right. thought we were going right. to get Nawampa and 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 Caden Proctor. But long story short, the reason I brought it up is because, yeah, for that exact reason, is uh, you know the kid uh, Caden he, he committed to Alabama to Nick Saban and his and his coaching staff, and obviously that that is no more, or at least. Not entirely. I mean, who knows how Alabama is going to deal with this departure, but you got to think that a lot of those kids are, they're waiting and they're unsure. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I know Iowa uh, tries to to keep all their relationships good and strong and, and I'd be surprised if if Iowa hasn't reached out to them if that's legal, I don't even know how that works now, or what all the parameters are it, uh, when it comes to the NCAA and
3: and colleges reaching out to kids after a, a coach quits so you know Charlie I think I think most of the kids at Alabama I think they're 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 going to go back to the other schools that they looked at at least to put a feeler out there and I don't think the NCAA cares if I really don't. And there's no tampering, I don't think, in college sports and recruiting like there is in professional sports. You know, quote-unquote tampering. But if I'm Caleb Proctor, man, I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking back at Iowa. I might even look back at Iowa State. I may do something because I committed to I, I committed to Nick Saban. He's no longer the coach at Alabama. And I don't know who the coach is, and we may not know. And so I, I don't think it's fair to the kids. And I'm glad to the NCAA rarely gets it right but with this transfer portal, they got it right. If you if you commit to a coach and he leaves, goes to the NFL, or goes crazy, or, or you know goes to Timbuktu, guess what? You should be able to get out, and you can. So I think Proctor's in play again. I'll guarantee you, he's he's making calls, Charlie. He and his family—they're making calls, and he's got name, image, likeness ramifications here too.
20: Yeah, and, and all of that is. I'll be honest with you, Marty, I just haven't taken the time to sit down and, and try to weed through all of the ins and outs of of the NIL and the transfer portal and where the NCAA has, you, you know, has uh, limitations where they don't. I, I mean, right. it, it's, it, it's crazy. I, I, I just can't imagine uh, trying to, to sort through all that shit stuff. I I know I know uh, Iowa and I'm sure all all the schools did. They once this NIL went into effect, they had to immediately start hiring staff to help decipher all of this and, and go through that so
3: they didn't get in trouble. So, well, here you know what I want to tell you about that, my friend there's one school and there's one coach we know for sure who didn't read the rule book and that's Jim Harbaugh cuz he doesn't care. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he doesn't care about that, rules. Right? I mean, come on. And We're that's another. Yeah. Right. I mean,
9: and that's another. Um, what,
20: what what's Jim going to do? I mean, oh, Charlie, public, I mean, he he publicly come out and, and and said he he's staying at Michigan for another year. I mean, I mean, this is crazy. What what could happen here?
3: Uh, it, it is it is so fascinating. It, it just is. Uh, you cannot you cannot overstate uh, what is going on in our sports world and the way college and pro was just all immersed and, and so on and so forth. All right, I asked Dom the question, and I got to pose it to you too. Uh, if Philadelphia loses, I, I don't know if Sirianni going to survive, and if Dallas loses, man, McCarthy. And with Belichick not out there, with now Belichick out there, you know as well as anybody, Jerry Jones likes to make a splash. This is going to be fascinating. We thought there's a lot riding on these games this weekend. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm locked and loaded. And I'm telling you, and, and, and Dom threw it out there and others, I think Tampa Bay is going to beat Philly and beat them on the road. Baker Mayfield's had a hot hand. And he's been cool hand Luke is what I said earlier. He's really got it going. And Green Bay uh, has got a quarterback with a hot hand. Now it's a bit of a stretch because Dallas is brutally tough at home. But go ahead, McCarthy and Sirianni, your take. Let's hear. I okay. So I guess I
20: like I I can I can go with you on Tampa Bay uh, upsetting Philly here. I I, nope. I could see that happening. Okay. The back end of the Eagles' defense is just been decimated with injuries uh and and they're struggling so i i can go there but i would be shocked if i mean to fire sirianni really i mean they were nfc championship last year they uh, you know i mean they they made the playoffs this year is it getting is is it that quick in the nfl now is that the is that the turnaround I mean, yeah,
3: Charlie. There's so many things here. Jeff Lurie, the owner of the uh, the owner of the uh, of, of the, Eagles. the Eagles, is from Boston. He's from yeah. Newton, Massachusetts. He grew up a Patriot fan. Uh, you know, if if, if 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 you know, he wants everyone wants to win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, that's the goal. And if he says, "Look, if I can bring Belichick in here with three years and a fourth year, you know, team option or franchise option," who knows? You know, there's another dynamic at place here, Charlie, and we don't have enough time before the break to get into it, but I want to throw it out there and have you think about it during the four-minute break, and that is the collusion right now between these young Turks. There's a Mike McDonald now in Baltimore who's hot, Ben Johnson, Detroit, Aaron Glenn, not necessarily young part of that, you know, that funky, uh, young coaching acumen tree, but Aaron Glenn's a new face. But there's this young, dynamic you know, coaches, and then there's this old school. And I think owners are sitting back there trying to navigate these waters, saying, do I go young and hip and up-and-coming and and sabermetrics and all the data and the computer stuff, or do I go with the hunch players? Do I go with a guy like, uh, you know, Urban Meyer at the college length? Uh, You know, uh, Pete Carroll, if he gets another go-round, he might get a shot. Probably not. Belichick certainly wants to coach again. So think about that during the break. Because I think that's what's going
7: on. I don't even recognize myself anymore.
8: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
7: Hey look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options.
8: I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through.
7: This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone.
8: You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help.
7: It's time.
1: I can do this.
8: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
1: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508, 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
10: Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your A.C. and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Call now and learn how to get your free month.
1: 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027.
10: Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
18: Right now
1: paid for by steel man pills 800-965-1295 965 1295 965 1295 that's 800-965-1295
3: All right, talk of the world of sports here Saturday night, fifth quarter takeover. Charlie, give us along the way. I was going to ask Charlie about old school uh, versus new school coaches, but I- I'm not. I'm. It's fourth down, uh, and two to go. and I don't know if our if our peacock feeds are synced up, but two is going for it on fourth down. He's going to scramble. He's going to throw, and it's not going to convert. Kansas City gets the ball. Let's get, get Charlie in here. All right, Charlie. Hey, listen. Uh, we can get to Cleveland. Uh, Uh, And that disaster and uh, the Texans. But I want to stay here now. Uh, I'm impressed with the Dolphins. I I thought they'd get blown out tonight. I made a big deal out of the weather. Uh, Give me your take right now. Kansas City and Miami.
20: Yeah, I'm surprised, too, with how well Miami's playing. It was their defense I was concerned about. They brought in four guys off the street literally this week to play because of all the injuries they've had and –
17: no they're able, no they, they,
20: they've been keeping it close. But Kansas City, they're still dropping the ball. I mean, Kelsey's dropping it too. So, But, man, it, it's been a great game so far.
3: They weren't tackling very well earlier, and uh, Kelsey's dropped a couple balls. He gained seven on the first down uh, play. Charlie, I didn't like that going forward on fourth down. You, you know, you're only down 13-7. Kick the ball away. Yeah, flip that field. Uh, McDaniels drives me crazy with that. That's not the right thing to do. There is it?
20: I don't know. Cold weather. I mean, have you been watching the kickoffs? Everything? Yeah. That ball's that ball's so hard. I mean, I man, I don't know. It just it, it seems like the kicking game. Uh, the the announcers are even talking about even the the PATs and and the short field goals are are a challenge because of the uh, this weather and how cold it is. So yeah.
12: Yeah,
3: kickoff. Yeah. Kick yeah. I think it's windier, too. Those little short outs like that Mostert pass a minute ago kind of flew on to it. I don't know if it's windy there or not. I, it's damn cold. Charlie, what does Miami have to do? What does Kansas City have to do here? Uh, we get, we're coming up on halftime. We'll kind of jump to the halftime analysis here. Maybe Kansas City scores. We'll keep people apprised of the situation. Let's start with Miami. What are they going to do to win this game?
20: Miami they just got to keep uh trying to work their run game and and keep trying to get uh Tyreek and, and Waddle uh, the ball you know but uh in this cold weather it's man it's tough but it's whoever wants it whoever's going to be the t- toughest when it's that cold out there there's it's negative 27 is is what I, they're I'm saying crazy. <laughs> Man, oh man. <laughs> it, it, it's seven below but it, it feels like it's negative 27 so man it, it's going to be tough whoever can hang in there i i don't know marty but i think the the team obviously that can run the ball the best in, in this game is probably going to come out the winner uh pacheco's been been off to a great start and they're trying to get moster and Tyreek going here. Tyreek already had, you know, he he got that touchdown there. So
3: huge, uh, huge play, huge. Yeah,
20: play. yeah. So, yeah, it, it's looking like it's looking like who, whoever can can get the run game going and just try to control this control this game and get some kind of a rhythm because it, it it's tough. It's tough flooding out there. No pun intended. <laughs>
3: No, (laughs) no question about it, Charlie. All right, let me ask you this question right now. What did we learn today about the Houston Texans that we didn't already know? Because I I was shocked. I really thought Cleveland's (laughs) defense would – I mean, I just sat there and I said, that's why I don't predict games for a living. Charlie, I mean, what what did we learn today more about D'Amico Ryans and the job he's done? What did we learn about – about the houston texans today man
20: that was that was a crazy game marty uh cj stroud is here and he he's here to stay he he played a hell of of a game oh my god he's that kid's incredible but uh you know i i think it was the two pick sixes back to back that that killed him and just broke their back i mean that just crushed him and then uh, that Harris, number 48, I think, came up with another big sack after his pick six. So, uh, yeah, the Texans look real. They look real today uh, with with their incredible defense. Uh, Stroud's on point. I mean, my God, rookie quarterback. And they're winning like 45 to 14. And he's not even taking – He he's not even in the victory formation. They got the – The second stringer in there to take the victory formation so that that's crazy how how what a big turnaround that's been for for the Texans down there and D'Amico Ryans and hats off to him that he's done a great job obviously they've they've put together a great team with their their defense and they got Stroud going on the offense they got some good skilled players and fun to watch. It'll be exciting to see what happens next coming out of this game.
3: Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, Charlie. Uh, D'Amico Rhines, like you said, has done a heck of a job here. C.J. Stroud, like you said, here to say. This is a rookie, man. This is a rookie in a playoff spot. He was sensational. And, you know, Charlie, the one thing I want to say before we get to the Sunday games, I thought Houston came out with such intensity and so much excitement. And Cleveland looked dead. They just didn't have the bounce in their step. They really didn't. And I thought Houston played with a sense of urgency and came out jacked up. And I directly attribute that to their coach, D'Amico Ryans. He had that team prepared. I'm shocked at how flat Kevin Stefanski's Cleveland Browns were today. Shocked. Yeah. I, Lo- I, I, no, I,
20: I, I agree. I agree, Marty. I I was, I was too. It, if anything, I I thought it would, would have been the other way around. I figured with Flacco's experience and some of the other teams, I mean, Cleveland just has some more veteran players, you know, Houston's really young and Mm -hmm. nobody expected them to, to be in this place to begin with. So, but they were, I guess they, you know, they came out, they were playing with house money and they threw it all out there. And you give a young team like that, uh, you let them hang around and and then they get a lead and they get confident and all of a sudden it doesn't matter how much experience you have or not when you start believing you can win that that takes over and that's that's what we saw with that Houston defense that that, that was that was impressive i mean yeah. they they shut them down in the second half
3: all right we only got a few minutes so i want to get to you know we know Pittsburgh buffalo's going to play we know about the other games. Uh, we got two on Monday now, Tampa and Philly. And, you know, tomorrow, I, you know, again, I would have loved to see in Pittsburgh. But the game is this time tomorrow night, Charlie. I, I'm telling you, Rams-Lions. Are you getting nervous at all about the Lions here? What do you think? Go ahead. Tell me. I can't wait for this game tomorrow <laughs> night, man. I am jacked up for this game. Go ahead. Let's hear God, it. God,
20: I, I, I'm i excited too, Marty. I, I just think it's going to be a great game. I think it's. You know, the Rams, they rely so much on that running game. Uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. their running back had about 1,400 yards rushing this year. But
3: just, Tyron Williams, Notre Dame kid, Notre Dame kid, yep. yep. Yeah,
20: and, and all of the, their whole scheme is based around that running game, whether it's the play action, whether they're in shotgun, whether they're under center pistol for it doesn't matter but it's all based off the run and the lions are the second best run defense so they're the lions are playing great ball when it comes to stopping the run so if mm-hmm. the lions can keep doing what they've been doing and stop that run and force the rams to throw I think they stand a great chance of of getting a couple of interceptions and force, forcing Stafford to make some throws that he doesn't want to throw. So I don't know. I I still feel good about it. I I, I think I think Aaron Glenn's going to come up with a good defensive plan to to stop the Rams and, and Stafford and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited, and and it's and it's looking good for for Laporta. I think Laporta is going to be able to play as well. So it says he's questionable, yeah, which is huge. Yeah.
3: yeah, I hope you're right. Yeah, you know, I, I I've picked the Rams, and I got one final question before I let you go, so you can enjoy the rest of the night, Charlie. Why is Detroit only favored by three at home, which is their three-point home field advantage? It's a pick'em game. Why is that? You tell me.
20: Honestly, I think it's because of Dan Campbell. <laughs> I think what? I think it's I I think it's because he's that riverboat gambler. I think I think they're giving it to McVay. <laughs> I, think right. I think that that's why it's going to be so close. You know, McVay's won a Super Bowl. Oh, this is this is Dan Campbell's first first playoff game ever is a head coach and then you throw in going forward on fourth down and fake punts and fake field goals and fake everything else. Um, yep. I I think that's why it's so close. They're get, but they're not they're not giving the Detroit defense a lot of love either. So
3: no they're not. All right, we're out of time. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you Monday. We're gonna go along with you on Monday to wrap all this stuff up. Plus we got two games on Monday. There he is, Charlie Gibbons. He came up with the name. Fifth quarter takeover. We'll come back. Eddie Lynch, former general manager of Chicago Cubs. We'll do some hot stove. We'll get back to football in the final second.
11: Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today
1: 800-788-1495 800-788-1495 800-788-1495 that's 800-788-1495 if you're struggling
5: to keep up with conversations avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter
3: Talk of the World of Sports here. Marty Terrell here on Sports Byline. And I'm really excited about this next guest. I'm going to tell you a great story. Uh, and the reason why it's a great story is because it's true. This is a true story. We don't have to try to, you know, come up with some inflammatory stuff to try to get, you know, clicks and people to listen in. No, you just tell good stories and tell the truth. Ed Lynch, um, I think he's a Miami guy, broke in with Texas. But listen, he, he was with the Mets. Uh, I think he played there, and he was the assistant GM, and he was there during the height of the Mike and the Mad Dog era. I can't wait to talk to Ed about that, man, because he's going to be doing a podcast. And he, he heard the best and the wildest guys back when Mike and the Mad Dog, uh, WFA in New York, were huge. But so come full circle, he's the general manager of the Cubs, and I'm doing sports talk radio in Des Moines, Iowa, for Michael Giudiceci, Michael Gartner, and Sam Burnaby. And what guy, what GM used to spend a lot of time at Principal Park in Sec Taylor Stadium. It's our guest, Ed Lynch. Ed, Marty Tyrrell, thanks for coming on. How are you?
21: Uh, I'm doing great,
3: Marty. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, you remember those days at Sec Taylor? Oh. You you had a lot oh, of you had a lot dear. of flights oh, on United back and forth, huh? Oh well
21: no I, I you know what? I love doing that drive. You know, it was about a six, seven hour drive and it was it got well, me away go. from the you know the hustle bustle and I used to love coming in there with uh, Sam Burnaby and the two Mike's, you know, the two owners. So, yeah, yes, hey, that's yes. the best, best affiliate any team could ever have. Sam Burnaby ran that team like nobody's business. I mean, this guy was the best GM. It was cooperative. It was a close, it was a close by. we had to call people up, they could get there within hours and uh beautiful facility, great people, just the best affiliate you could have.
3: Well, one Easter Sunday, you sent Kerry Wood down there um, on Easter Sunday on a rehab performance, and I got to throw out the first pitch. 13,000 people, and you would have thought the World Series had come to Des Moines, Iowa. A rehab out of Kerry Wood. It was well, amazing. You know, hey, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. Kerry was, Kerry, was, Kerry was on the DL
21: a lot, so we sent him down for rehab. People were lining up to get him, so. Oh, isn't
3: that the truth? Well, listen, tell me. Ed Lynch, I'm going to call it In a Pinch, and you want to talk baseball? In a Pinch, talk to Lynch or listen to Lynch. I'm excited for your <laughs> podcast, In a Pinch with Lynch. I just named it for you. Hey, let me ask well, you, Ed. Got, how did, well, yeah, go ahead. Let's hear about it. Well, the, to be honest, I wanted to do baseball on clogged. the one on
21: GoDaddy. It was taken, so uh, I figured, you know, we surf the web, so let's surf baseball. It's surfing baseball with Ed Lynch, so. And it's got a, Our logo is be standing throwing a pitch in a Met uni, uh, standing on a surfboard. So it's kind of corny, but uh, I think it's going to be quality content with interesting people, interesting topics, and I hope that people will uh, appreciate it.
3: I can't wait, Ed. Uh, you know, you're venturing into the other side, the media, and then, uh, like I said in the open, you were in New York during the height of Mike and the Mad Dog, and man, they were hard on the Mets. They're hard on anybody. So you've cut your teeth. You know what good radio and what good podcasting is all about. And I only say that because I think it's going to be great because you're going to have opinion, you're going to have content, and I'm sure you're going to bring in guests. What are your hopes for this podcast, Ed? Let's hear it. Well, you know, I, I feel like I'm more qualified than most that I've seen on
21: podcasts involving baseball, Major League Baseball, even amateur baseball. You know, I, I pitched in high school. I pitched in uh, Division One. I, I pitched in the College World Series. I played, uh, you know, eleven years professionally. I pitched in pennant races mm-hmm. in some of the biggest markets and some of the one of the best teams of the second half of the twentieth century, the eighty mid eighties New York Mets. Uh, you know, I ran a farm system. I uh, I ran a major league organization. I scouted for sixteen years. So I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. qualified compared to most to talk about just about any issue in the game. And I. You know, I plan to be respectful, but I'm not going to pull any punches. There's a lot of things going on right now that I'm not really uh, wild about in terms of the way the style of play, uh, you know, the the lack of starting pitching, going uh, deep into games. So there's a lot of issues I'm going to try to address, not only what's happening, but the reasons behind uh,
3: why it's happening. Man, it looks like you're looking over my shoulder reading my notes. I want to get into this, and let's do a little dress rehearsal right now. I'm, I love baseball. I grew up in the Boston area, died in the World Red Sox fan. In my heart of hearts, gun to my head, if I can only watch one sport and one game before I die, it better be a game at Fenway Park and let it be against the Yankees. I'm just being the way I feel. I love baseball. They're killing the game. They are killing the game. And I can start, I, I, I mean, the, 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 the designated runner, I, I don't care if I see 18 innings or 25 innings. I love baseball. I hate that runner on second because everybody's in a hurry to go home. Dodger fans don't get there to the fourth inning, and now you're going to tell me you're going to watch a game, and then the tenth inning you're going to put a runner? I don't like that. I don't even like the pitch clock. What? What? Why do we have to put baseball on caffeine? So that's where I'm going to start. Give me your opinion on those two. Designated well, runner, you know, and then this other yeah. – go ahead. You may disagree, yeah, you but know, I want to well, hear. Go ahead. Well, the designated runner was
21: put in, and, and for a reason that, that I'm going to address, I mean – They're afraid of teams running out of pitching. Uh, So they want to get the games over as quickly as possible. They're afraid if they go 14, 15 innings, there'll be nobody left to pitch except position players. And and that all goes back to the starting pitching function in our game. It's been damaged very severely. You know, there wasn't one team in baseball last year that had their starting pitchers average six innings per start. Not one. The highest uh, there were like four that had five and two thirds. There were nine, Marty, that did not have their starting pitchers average yep. five innings a pitch. Now, I mean, yeah. uh, an out a start five in, uh, five innings a start. So now you've got four innings every night you're trying to fill with bullpen guys. So. The last thing they want is they want the, they don't want this game going fourteen innings because the starter came out ten innings earlier. You know, so now they gotta put a runner on second with nobody out. And the thing that blows me away, they'll do this, they'll put a man on second and nobody out, and they don't bunt the guy over, you know? I know oh, the guy over I understand get that. Yeah.
3: You know?
21: They're playing for big innings even in extra inning games when they're tied, you know. So all this goes back to the the philosophy of the pitching. You can't go through a lineup three times. You know, starting pitchers cannot go nine innings. They can't throw 125 pitches, you know. And, 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 again, this is there's reasons behind that. I mean, they're teaching pitchers to go out there in the first inning like it's bases loaded in the ninth inning. Every pitch is thrown at maximum effort. I mean, I go out there in the first inning of a major league game, and a guy's got a fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. He throws every one of them to the leadoff hitter in the game. So now he goes back in the dugout and says, hey, guys, I've seen all his pitches. No wonder you can't go through a lineup three times. You're throwing every pitch you have to the leadoff during the game. When I got to the big leagues, Joe Torre told me, and I didn't throw that hard. I threw hard enough, and if people didn't think so, I could hit you in the ribs, and you would agree I throw hard enough. So he would tell me throw fastballs, blowing away until you got to throw something else, and that's the best advice I got. I would go out there and throw fastballs, blowing away. They could be hitting line drives right at people. I didn't care as long as they're out. Now, Tom Seaver always told me, you know, I pitched with Tom, my idol, for a year. He said, Ed, there's four outs in a game that you got to get. One of those might be in the first inning. It might be in the ninth inning. So, I mean, if I'm throwing fastballs low and away and now space is loaded, two outs, I'm going to do whatever i got to do to get out of that inning. But if I can throw fastballs low and away through the lineup, now the second time through the lineup, I'm going to start them off with breaking balls. I'm going to mix in my breaking balls. I'm going to pitch backwards a little bit. And then the third time through the lineup, you're pitching strictly to the situation. You know, I mean, if you're up ten nothing and there's nobody on, why on earth would you start anybody off with a breaking ball? So that's the plan we used to implement. And you know, one year in 1985, I had six complete games for the New York Mets. Not only would that have led individual complete games in Major League Baseball several times, but go look at it. I would have beat I would have led in organizations. Uh, complete games in the big league. There are quite a few teams in the big leagues this year that did not have six complete games. Now, back when I did it, Dwight Good just happened to have twenty on the same staff. You know, so it wasn't a big deal then. But it it shows how far we've come in terms of not being able to have a starting pitcher go out there pick six, seven, eight innings. I'm not trying to say you know these guys are less of men than we were. They're not. They're not. They're they're subject to what they're the manager. You can't. You know, I see Blake Snell. Blake Snell's won two Cy Young awards and has never thrown a pitch in the eighth inning in his life, in his career. Doesn't have a complete game, he's got two Cy Youngs. Now, I've seen managers come take him out, and he's out there rolling his eyes. I can tell he's pissed off. I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. But don't expect these relievers to pitch four innings every night for 162 games without breaking down.
3: Yeah, here's the thing, too, Ed, and I agree with you, and I, I I love it. You're bringing your best heat already. Your podcast is going to be a winner. I love this. This has got me so excited. Hey, I, I don't have the exact numbers. I'm not going to cheat and Google it, but I, I'm a fan. And Steve Lefty Carlton with the Phillies, I want to say one season had 27 complete games. I, I believe 22 or 27. Go, Someone could go look it up, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm in the neighborhood. There's guys. Otani's not going to have. 27 complete games if he plays another 20 years it just doesn't happen anymore they no they have wussified they have wussified pitching and I'm I'm saying that's why we have more arm problems these guys don't build up any uh, any stamina they don't build up any strength and and they're babied on pitch counts galore, And they break down still, and I I would think collectively they break down more than they did back in the halcyon days of baseball. What do you say to
21: that, Ed? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But if you do any any athletic motion at total maximum effort, your chance of injury goes up exponentially. So you have pitchers out there, every pitch they're throwing as hard as they possibly can. And to equate it to, like, golf, okay, ask yourself, how many guys that win these long drive contests win tour events? The answer is zero. Okay, they there's don't. some feel. There's some feel involved. Okay, now if it's zero and two, and you want to, and you need a strikeout, you don't want a strikeout, but you really need a strikeout. Man on third, one out. Now you might throw a pitch as hard as you can, about five and a half feet off the ground, and see if you can get the guy to swing at it. But to go out there first pitch of the game, throw a pitch as hard as you can. Number one, you're not going to control it the way you should, and number two, you're going to add to your, your chance of injury. You know, it's uh, like you, you mentioned Steve Carlton. Ferguson, I know we're talking prehistoric history, but Fergie, Ferguson's Jenkins in 1971 won the Cy Young Award. He had 30 complete games. Now, unbelievable. that's ridiculous. I understand that, but how about having like one now? One. How about having your team have one? And it's, it's not, a, again, it's not a function of guys being less manly or less brave. It's a matter of your bullpen by August, September. August, September, that is like the time of year when you're mismanaging a pitching staff shows up more than any other time, and it's the most important time of the year. So, it's a double whammy. You know, you're pitching these guys four innings every night, the bullpen, in April and May. You're managing like it's the third game of the ALCS or NLCS in May and June, What's going to happen in August and September? Those guys are going to break down. And there's not an endless supply of, of relievers. And you see a lot of saves being blown in the fifth, sixth inning.
3: Well, I'll tell you this the Dodgers payroll is cuckoo. Uh, and I grew up in the, you know, I remember Andy Messersmith signed for a million bucks. And then, you know, Reggie. And then, you know, again, I'm being prehistoric. I know dinosaurs are looking over my shoulder. But it's true. I, I remember free agency, I remember Catfish Hunter. I remember all that stuff. Now it's just it's just monopoly money. It makes me sick. The Dodgers are going to be great. The competitive balance in baseball. I mean, Tampa might as well just wave the flag, although Kevin Cash has done a good job, except when he pulled Snell. I'll never forgive him for that. That was so asinine. I mean, how the heck he took Snell out. But to my point, real quick, we only got about a minute. I don't know. I, I sound like a bitter old guy in a rocking chair with a, you know, a jug of whiskey and a, 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 a pack of cigars <laughs> bitching about baseball. But we only got 30 seconds. Give me, I mean, the, the payroll stuff. Does it bother you at all? 30 seconds is all we got.
21: Go oh, ahead. Oh, absolutely. You, know, people, you ask people, what's the biggest uh, issue facing baseball going forward? They'll say, well, the shift, the man on second extra innings, this yeah. and that. No, it's a 900 pound gorilla in the corner of the room. Disparity in revenues between the highest and the lowest. Now, now, I'm not advocating for a cap, but something has to be done when Tampa Bay is trying to compete against the New York Yankees every year. So that's, yeah. that's my feeling.
3: Hey, I'm going to promote the heck out of this podcast. And in a pinch, I'm calling on you, Lynch. I want to get you back here. You are awesome. Good luck to you. And we're going to promote it for you. How about that?
21: Well, thanks so much. And just go on all the uh,
3: all the uh, uh,
21: the internet sites, the social media sites, uh, X and Spotify and Facebook and anything you can think of and put in Surfing Baseball with Ed Lynch. And we've got some pretty good telecasts coming up.
3: Good luck. We'll look forward to it. We'll promote it for you. Get back to us. All right. We come back. We'll close it out. Top of the hour here on Sports Byline.
0: One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it.
3: All right, talking the world of sports down the home stretch, we go. And uh, Iowa women, 77 55 over Indiana. Caitlin Clark last check had 30. So she's having a big night. That's her season average. thirty-one. Imagine this 31 and a half points per game, seven and a half rebounds, 7.7 assists. She's She's special. I was just thinking earlier, might she be the first woman who ever plays in the NBA? The heck with the WNBA. Let's put her on the uh, Celtics. Let's put her on the Gold State Warriors. Designated three-point shooter. She's got big time. She's got Steph Curry range. She really does. Uncanny ability. Uh, delight to watch. Uh, uh, halftime, Kansas City 16-7. to uh, Over the Miami Dolphins, halftime at Arrowhead. Heard Charlie say, negative 27 wind chill. Real-time temperature, I think, minus 7. Uh, you know, the frozen tundra the ice bowl was negative 13 but i mean it is absolutely frigid in kansas city but things are heating up in the playoffs houston texans 45 14 over the cleveland browns so the cleveland browns are one of four nfl franchises who've never made a super bowl and guess what they're not going to make it this year they're home watching the super bowl on february 11th uh it looks like uh, joe flacco probably the end of his career i would think but uh Hey, look at five different quarterbacks. Kevin Stefanski will get a good hard look as coach of the year, but Dan Campbell, Detroit, DeMarco Ryans has done a tremendous job. with The Texans, man, he has done a great job. And, you know, I honestly think that what he's done in Houston has caught the attention of Robert Kraft in New England. Hence, he's hoping he's got Domenico Ryans number two in Gerard Mayo after uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick parted ways uh, they named – uh, Gerard Mayo, their new head coach. Looks like Ben Johnson probably leaving Detroit after the season. Washington Commanders. Nick Saban out. It was a wild week. Bailey Peck outstanding job. Thanks to Charlie Gibbons. Uh, thanks to Daniel Ogden, Ed Lynch, and the whole crew. I'm Marty Terrell. Sports byline broadcast. a so fifth quarter takeover. Adios. And make it a great Sunday and the rest of your week. And Martin Luther King Day on Monday. Adios.